Hey, Mixtape listeners. You can find us every Sunday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. For us, golf is simple. It's a chance to get out and have some fun with our friends. But inevitably, little things have a way of ruining it. The group ahead is taking forever. You can't find the fairway with a map. And the Bev cart is nowhere to be found. And the best way to make a bad day better is Fireball Whiskey. You get their nips, the little shooters. They are great. Makes a bad day way, way, way better. Make sure to grab the new Fireball Birdie Shot Club. It's literally a golf club filled with Fireball nips. Put it in your bag. It'll fit right in that side pocket. Drink Fireball nips and have a great time on the golf course. Oh, day damaging. Hey, what's the poop, fellas? That's him. Yeah. 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 The Allegheny River. Why don't you just, yeah, before we get into everything you're here, why don't you just trash Dave Damaschek for a while? Cause that's Hi, I'm Dave Damaschek. Hey, fellas. <laughs> no, he's a good dude. He I, is. I, yeah, I love Dave Damaschek. Big fan of yep. him listing things. Yeah. Uh, he's so fun. I mean, I, I mean, to me, I think he's he's what especially sports TV should be like, uh, you know, sometimes you, they, they can get so stiff. I'm like, I don't want to hear X's and O's so stiff. Um, and heck, I'm a former player. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, but I, I do, I can relate to the, to the, to the fans when the fans listen to the, like, that's just, it's too much. I think TNT is successful. Oh yeah. Because those guys aren't, I mean, the Shaquille O'Neal, you don't think those, I mean, Charles Barkley, those guys basketball IQ is off the charts, but right. they don't have to flex it. But you get so many of these analysts that got, I got to flex how smart I am, and I'm going to show you. I'm like, especially with football, it's so much more complex. You just got to have fun with it. You know, Dave, I mean, he gets it. Yeah. He seems to let, yeah. like, former players really just, Just like, do their thing. Right. right. Yeah, just do their thing and just be them. Right. Yeah. Wow. I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> what an electric. No, an Akbar. Mm. Oh, and that and the little mobile, yeah. Now, see, don't don't put me in that booth. I mean, in that in that mobile because I'll take that thing on the field. Okay, well, bump that, <laughs> bump that. I'll take it out on the field. Like, hold on, what they talking about in that huddle? Let me drive. Let me reverse out of here. I don't. I think that would do wonders. Yeah, it would. Yeah. yeah. So we got you here today. We're already rolling, by the way. Okay. That's how oh. The show goes. Oh, that's how it goes. We yeah, just yeah, we yeah. just chilling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's, try to like, yeah. like I said, we learned from Dave. We right. Just try to make everyone calm. Uh, you got your book here. Everyone can be a ninja. Yes. Uh, what's it about? Let well, us know. You've seen the show American Ninja Warrior. Sure have. Uh, and for those who aren't familiar with American Ninja Warrior, uh, it's a show, a competition show about overcoming obstacles. You actually see the athletes, the competitors on the show. There's ten obstacles set up in the finals, uh, uh, finals course, and they're grueling. They're intimidating. And over the years, uh, I've kind of learned from these ninjas. Uh, it's kind of been like hosting has really been like a lecture hall for me. Okay. I got to learn from these guys. I see how they approach each obstacle, especially since they're all different and crazy looking and unique. And it made me start thinking on the inside how we face and deal with personal obstacles and how complex our obstacles can be in our life. And I thought, you know what, it, it would be good. This is like a great metaphor for life. And so I thought I want to write a book about overcoming obstacles. And so uh, it was very hard for me to do because I didn't, I didn't want to talk about myself. And especially now, it's like you got to be – it's all about me, 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 me. But there are parts of me that people just didn't know about, um, you know, from growing up in South Central Los Angeles um, to coming in as an undrafted – in the NFL as an undrafted free agent. And then the road that I took to get on primetime TV is probably the number one – 
question I get is how did you get into how did you get into it? And I think it's twofold. One, people are kind of like it's a compliment, like man, like how did you get that? That's cool that you got the job. And the other part is it's like you weren't a big time football player. Like how the <laughs> heck did you get that job? <laughs> you know, is, is is the other way? You know, and I can usually listen to the intonation, and then yeah. I go, oh, I know which way you're asking yeah. this. You yeah. stunk. How did you get? Yeah, there? right, <laughs> right, right, right. Why are you hating on me? Um, so yeah, what? I don't want you to give away too much. Like yep. it sounds like writing the book was the final obstacle. Is that the final chapter? Well, uh, no, it, it should have been. Though. I, I, I think that would be the <laughs> the the obstacle of writing a book. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was it, it was an intense process. Uh, it was a over a little over a year pro- process, and just trying to shape the the the, the book. Um, I, I do love that there's ten chapters, so it's an easy read. Um, but it is also symbolic of them that being that there are ten obstacles on the finals course of American Ninja Warrior. And and through there, I just kind of go through each lesson and talking about different lessons. One of the lessons there I talk about is like closed mouths don't get being fed. Closed mouths don't get fed. And that so many of us go try to go through life with this kind of machismo attitude. I can do it myself. I don't need anybody help. Um, But the truth is we all need people to help us. And I thought I started looking at my life and every phase of my life, every time I've made a jump or an acceleration, it's because I had someone there to help me, um, whether it was a teacher, whether it was a parent, whether it was a coach. There was somebody there to help me. I don't know that I can ever say that I did something on my own. Uh, and I don't really believe that God even designed us that way. I, I believe that we're designed for community. I think Mark Zuckerberg got that, right? Uh, the, the social media crew, they got that. Uh, they bring a host of people, a community together. Uh, they call it social media, even though it's taken on a life of its own. But the, the very origin of it, the genesis of it was to bring people together. And it's that very idea that I'd like to kind of capitalize on, which is I'm going to capitalize on the idea that I can use the people around me, not using to use, right, right. but utilizing their strengths, their experience to help me move forward. Um. Well, I, I don't know that any we, we I mean, I literally had to uh, think about each and every chapter. So we, there was no cutting room. Like we had like 20 chapters and we had to narrow this thing down. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You don't need that lesson that much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 that one. But one of the ones that the, another one that I, I thought that was um, was strong and that really resonated with me is uh, fear, purpose, defeating fear. I've kind of looked at it in my head when I when I started talking through the process of I thought about like a football match or a boxing match where purpose gets in the room with fear and purpose always wins because when you have a destination, when you know where you want to go, I think that's when you're successful. Oftentimes it's easy to get distracted. And um, even just in this interview, you saw me put my phone down, Mm. the phone buzz and there's like a natural, it's like crack. I grew up in the crack (laughs) era. So, I mean, not that I ever used it or anything like that. No, we heard you loud and crack. Yes. Yeah. Crack is whack. Um, But even when it buzzes, and I'm going, oh, like I, I got to check it. I got to right. like, what happened. It what almost am I takes missing? like precedent over who you're whatever, staring in the face. Whatever, whatever yeah. pre- in your present, and it's just like even that I'm, con- even though I'm conscious of it, it still like drags me. And so I said, man, like just think about that on an everyday level, and then think about the different layers: social media, then there's text messaging, then there's email, then there's the personal phone calls, and then there's all these different things. Then there's your 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 YouTube channel, and then there's your Netflix, and then all this. 
And before you know it, you're inundated with all of these many tasks and it doesn't make you efficient with your time. Right. And it and then from that way you become overwhelmed and before you know it, you're just kind of going in the in the passenger seat. You have it's hard to find purpose when you're constantly being distracted. Like try I don't know if you, any of you guys are like this, but I'm like this. Try talking on the phone and going grocery shopping. Okay. You try to say, and you know what you need. Right. I need milk, eggs, some milk and cookies, mm-hmm. right? You can't get all that because you'd be like, I'm talking, I'm trying to be in the conversation, but I'm trying to shop. I'm trying to, and you just kind of get lost, and you're just kind of roaming. You see a sale, yeah. and you start picking. Before you look in your basket, it's like random stuff. And you're like, <laughs> dang, like you're just floating through the aisles. And I think people float through life that way. You're just floating through the aisles because – it's hard to eliminate the noise, the distraction, and it it doesn't allow you to find your purpose because the hardest person to get to know is yourself uh, because of denial. We can deny all the bad things about ourselves. We can glorify, hey, I do this well, and we deny the things that we don't do well, and we live in that denial, and that will always strike that fear inside of you, and that fear can be crippling and paralyzing and paralyzing you to the point where you can't move towards greatness. I was going to say, myself stinks. I don't care to know that guy anymore. <laughs> I've had 29 years with this guy. I'm looking for another guy. 29 years old. Yeah, I know. Uh, I look like 45. I look like a birthday cake left on the rain. It's tough. <laughs> it's not great. I'm not saying that. Yeah, I, your I, face said it all. No, I just turned 40 <laughs> yesterday, so you know I'm, I'm a right. little sensitive still. You look like the youngest person on the, on the table right now. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, I think you're, Happy you're, birthday, by the <laughs> thank way. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. So you Lakers guy, L.A.? A hundred percent. Born, born and raised. Why? You are too, right? <laughs> Well, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, I knew it. See, he's like, that's a dumb question. I'm from, Give me, I'm from don't Boston. leave me hanging. What? You hear the Boston in my voice. I know you do. I'm from Boston. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Interview over. You out of here? Uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm uncomfortable with this interview. Uh-huh. No, I just, yeah, no. I was born during one of the greatest rivalries ever. Sure were. That's right. Larry Bird and Magic Johnson. That's mm-hmm. back at Michigan State, Indiana. I mean, I wish I, I came out a little early. Indiana State, thank you. I wish I would have came out a little earlier. He went to Indiana. Uh, had too much of a panic attack, didn't know himself well enough, had to leave 27 days after getting there. No, he didn't. Did yes, he did, Larry Bird. I did not know that story. Yeah, I no. just knew him as Indiana State. Yeah, but no. He uh, went there. He, Knight wasn't there, though, when he, he was. was there. Bobby Knight recruited him. Bobby Knight was, you a lie. That's a lie from Why the devil. Why would I lie to you? That is a lie from the devil? Uh, I, I am the white and from Boston, so you might think of me as the devil, but no, I'm just telling you the truth. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I, I sh- there's a great shame, shame on me that I did not know. There's that story. a great HBO documentary, which we're not here to plug, but there's okay. a Magic Bird documentary on HBO. Is that uh, a known? Is that a known thing? I don't know how well known. I mean, everyone knows him as Indiana State, State right? But sure. He did go to Indiana because he was the baddest man oh. out of Indiana. So of course, Indiana was like, no, no, you come Absolutely. here. Uh, and he lasted. He didn't make it through September. He went back home. Yeah, I, he was, I wanted- he was working as like a trash man. Right, no. No, he never played for Indiana. So he left. I, th- I want to say he left for a year. That's killing me, the, the former player that got him back into playing basketball and recruited him over to Indiana State. Okay. And that's where his – like, we wouldn't – yeah. Yeah, he worked for the sanitation department. That's nuts. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's nuts. That's Larry Joe Bird. Uh, but you're also here. So, yeah, I'm sorry that LeBron ruined your team. Um, LeBron didn't ruin our team. <laughs> yeah, no, no, he didn't. Magic? So you want to slander Magic? No, no. I'm not, no, Magic Johnson didn't slander our team. No, no. It, no, it's yeah. not Genie Buster. Look, look. Rob Palenka. No, no, I, I, look, I didn't say his name, okay? <laughs> I did not say. <laughs> look, here's what I'm saying. 
there was there were some things. There's some growth that has to happen. You have to be broken down and, and then built back up. I mean, like anything else, like when you build something new, you've got to break the old stuff down. And that's all right. LeBron came in, and they have to get that chemistry. So I didn't expect us to just turn around and all right. of a sudden be the greatest team. Right. I knew having LeBron there and LeBron and what the intensity that he brings and how everybody – if you notice, all the guys that were suspect last year, even though we didn't do well, they still brought their game up. Mm-hmm. Like I love the fact that Melvin – uh, got suspended, came back, and did you see the nasty? He had a little bit of thuggish in him. Brandon like, Ingram? Yeah, 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 Brandon, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, you were uh, thinking I'm thinking, Chargers, uh, Melvin Ingram. Yeah, yeah. See, you know, Brandon. And I, I love the fact that he just had that. I'm like, he's playing with a little bit more. Na- I mean, even though he's skinny, he needs more whey protein. Real skinny. <laughs> yeah, he needs more whey protein. But, I mean, that's but that's okay. But he started playing with that nasty. I said, that's the LeBron effect. But people miss that because they're looking at the overall number. They're mm-hmm. looking, oh, the Lakers aren't doing well. But they forget that he stepped up his game. He did. No, I mean, trust me, there's a, there's a long-running Jason Tatum versus uh, Brandon Ingram debate that's been happening on the Internet. And people like to point to Brandon Ingram's empty numbers and Jason Tatum's uh, – just doesn't get numbers anymore, so it's it's an interesting debate. I look forward to that rivalry becoming a rivalry once again. Hopefully, uh, how are you guys doing against Milwaukee? Very poorly. Oh, okay. Very poorly. How are you guys huh. doing in the lottery? <laughs> I, I, so you're here I, for the I, red I, nose, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> boy, you see, we're about to go to blow over here. <laughs> I this would, L.A. Boston thing is real. Like, oh, it really? Is, yeah. Right? You're not a Patriots fan, are you? What are you talking about? Why would I? Yeah. Okay, we were talking about the red nose day. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm going to put my red we nose on. We can get to yeah. the Patriots. I, yeah. listen, I know you at NFL Network, you spend all day talking about them. There's no one else to talk about. So I figured you were tired of that. I didn't want to bring them back up. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not going to. Yeah, so. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I got the red nose on. How this did you cool. get involved? You know, I got involved. Uh, I got to take this off because I sound like Dave Damashek when I put it on. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I got involved two years ago. Uh, red nose came. Uh, they've been doing this for a long time and taking care and providing money, raising money for underprivileged kids uh, across the world. But they started this campaign in North America, and they've raised so much, hundreds of millions of dollars for uh, underprivileged kids. And I, I remember they Ninja Warrior teamed up with Red Nose, and we did a Red Nose special edition. And the first year we did it, uh, they sent me to do some B-roll stuff, to do some charity stuff. And they said, oh, yeah, we're going to send you to this neighborhood and you're going to help, like, package food and so on and so forth. Well, little did they know, they sent me to my neighborhood <laughs> that I grew up in in Crenshaw. And I was like, this has got – oh, they must have known. They must have read right. my bio or something like that. And I, they said, oh, no, we, we had no idea. This is just one of the neighborhoods. And then it became personal to me. Right. Because like anything else, we see so much stuff. We're so – like, we get stuff all the time. This person needs help. And we're so with charity. And there's a lot of charity uh, to go around. And this one just made it a little bit more personal. I'm like, Definitely. whoa. Because I know what that's like. I remember being in that position. And that's when I just kind of got right behind it. And it was the next year, though, that I said, you know what? I want to contribute. And I wanted to get myself. I wanted to remove myself out of fear. I talk about that in the book, removing yourself out of fear. And I also talk about running the Red Nose Day. Um and I said, I'm going to compete on American Ninja Warrior. So I kind of threw it to the to the executive <laughs> producers. He's like, you know what, you guys should, you know, you should let me run the course for Red Nose Day. Sue, so you guys bringing all these other celebrities out here. You should bring me. And they were, oh yeah, that's good. That's a cool idea. I'm like, but I didn't think they were going to let right. me do it. So about four months prior, maybe a little less than four months prior to uh, the season ten, you know, season ten, they were like. Hey, Akbar, what do you think about uh, – you still want to do that uh, thing? Yeah, because we've got you all slated. We think it's a great idea. I'm like – and my palms started getting – Right. I'm like, 
oh, shoot, they really want me to. Oh, I'm not ready. So I called up one of the ninjas. I started training with uh, Kevin Bull. <laughs> My first day of training for Ninja Warrior mm-hmm. lasted 30 seconds. What, what did he do to you? It was a quickie. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I mean, it. Uh, you say what? Yeah, what did you do to him? Uh, well, I had to get on this wall. He told me, get on this uh, climbing wall. And just kind of warm up. He told me to warm up. Hmm. I started climbing. I didn't even make it a third way down the wall. And I just pumped out the whole form. Break your radialis. All of this was just pumped out. I couldn't shake a hand. And he was like, I can't do anything. He's like, yep, your session's over. Your session's <laughs> over. I, like, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't. If, if I can't use my hands, I can't work out. No, sure can't. Yeah. So uh, that was that. And then I, w- I felt real deflated. And I said, I'm coming back. I'm, I'm not getting kicked out in 30 seconds again. That's just, I mean, come on. I can't right. be a former athlete. And then that's when the process started. So I got humbled my first day. Big time. Yeah, now that feels Yeah, very... big time. But I did. I ended up running it, uh, hitting a buzzard. I put in three months' worth of work. I was scared out of my mind. Uh, when I stepped up to the platform, I'm like, man, if I fall, I'm going to lose all ninja cred. Like, how are you going <laughs> to tell us on the show you should be doing this and you should be doing that and you can't do it? So there was a lot of pressure uh, that I was putting on myself. But uh, after, like, the second or third obstacle, uh, the the nerves just kind of just yeah, you're game mode I, yeah I was point. I was game right now so all right let's do this okay yeah. okay Did, was is football at all translatable to that course not not even close because <laughs> football you're used to pushing weight right pushing the lineman off of you pushing through running through the holes and uh, in ninja you actually have to carry your weight and that's a different thing and when you have to carry your weight there's a little bit of athleticism as far as agility is concerned uh required but a lot of that stuff has to do with just your upper body weight how many pull-ups can you do how many push-ups can you do that calisthenic stuff like Very carrying few. your own body mm-hmm. body weight yeah yeah almost none yeah Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I will tell you, uh, there there are several of those. I think uh, the term you're using is mentor or uh, influencer, but not social media influencer, Mm -hmm. influencer. Uh, At a very young age, it was my father. Uh, My father was uh, had the the biggest impact on me because um, he was a Nigerian immigrant that came to this country, leaving Nigeria from the Biafra War. And um, millions of people died in the Biafra War. And my dad came to this country for a better life and raised seven kids in the United States um, on a plumber's salary. My mom uh, was a hairstylist, and you can imagine those two, those two salaries together. Millions made, of dollars, I assume. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the other way. <laughs> um, and, and so it made it challenging. And so, you know, but looking how they – my father, one thing I, 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 I'll never forget um, that really stuck with me, my father never took welfare, never. I mean, he, I mean as much as we needed, and there right. were nights – that we didn't have meals. Uh, there were nights that we had to eat oatmeal for breakfast, lunch, and dinner because that's all we had. Sometimes he'll buy a big old 50-pound bag of oatmeal yeah. um, because he knew that it would have more staying power, longevity, and we would eat that. And that would happen at weeks at a time. Um, but I, it was it was brave to me that I'm mean, like, man, like we've got this, and we're gonna and we lived under a certain, obviously a certain budget and whatever. My father never got himself into any crazy debt or anything like that. So that was one influencer on how it uh, how you should live your life when you're in uh, adversity, because mm-hmm. clearly we were living in a time that you know it was a rough time, and there was an economic depression during that time as well. Um, in football, it was my brother Kabir, okay. definitely because. He reached uh, I mean, a certain level um, at a young age, and 
every level that he's played on, he's always been the man. And I mean, at a high level. But he was always the unlikely candidate. He was the nerd that people made fun of, the guy with the weird name, and, and people talked about the way he spoke. But he always dominated. Till his day, he's the all-time sack leader at San Diego State. He's the all-time sack leader for the Green Bay Packers. I mean, he's in their Hall of Fame. But he, uh, I mean, at every level. And so when I decided to make the jump from basketball at Crenshaw High School, uh, and I gave up on the dream of being able to play with Magic Johnson uh, and, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I made the switch over to football. It was then that I said, I need to follow my brother. And right. he showed me the way, showed me how to actually go about doing it. And so for that, I, I really do thank him because he, he, he modeled that. He modeled what it meant to be financially responsible because nobody saves more money than my brother <laughs> uh, uh, and invests more money than my brother. But uh, no, well, that's what they would call him in the locker room. But that's not what he, he's just financially responsible is what is what I would call it. Um, and then in the broadcasting world, though, there's so many. I think of C.S. Keys locally at San Diego who gave me the opportunity and the note. Uh, he gave me the opportunity to get on air for the very first time, but he said, hey, you should take acting classes so you could become more comfortable on camera and you get to kind of just know who you are more so you don't have to imitate anyone. But Michael Strahan was probably mm. the one of the biggest ones because as I struggled early in the entertainment space, it was Michael Strahan who allowed me to come over and shadow him when he was doing Kelly and Michael. Now, at that point, you know, he was the hottest thing and still is right. one of the hottest names in entertainment television. He could have been like, I'm too big time for you, man. Like, no, nah, I don't have time for you. Like, yeah, talk to my assistant or something like that. Nope. Responded back to me. Come on out. And I, I'll never forget when he told me in, in his dressing room, he's like, you know, what? you'll be surprised how many people don't even reach out just because they think they're going to either get big timed or they don't want to bother him. Uh, or some of them are just straight up envious. That's that closed mouths. Yeah, closed mouths don't get fed. Yeah. Uh, that's closed mouths, and yeah, that's that's one of the chapters in the book. Everyone can be a ninja. So it's a mindset. It really is. It's a mindset. Uh, it's a lifestyle. I mean, that is. I mean, Michael Strahan is for sure the guy to learn from for that. For what? Honestly, both fields. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah, I wish I would have played next to him. So he could have been my mentor on the football field <laughs> and the pros, and then you know, obviously doing what he's doing now. No, nah, I'm glad. If you would have beaten the Patriots in the Super Bowl on top of everything else, this would have been a much. You talking about when the Raiders, when you guys cheated on, on the um, – What do you, what do you, you mean? When the, pa when the proper cheated? call was made and then the NFL goes, eh, maybe that wasn't a great idea, and then they took it out. Oh, okay. So, so we so, played within the rules. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, so the tuck rule. Okay, well, this is going to go this – is, this is going to yeah, be – Yeah, the tuck rule. Yeah. You're like you're, you keep saying the name of the rule. How is that cheating? It, it's because, like oh, offsides, the offsides rule. you guys made rule. it up. How do tell, we make it up? Tell me the tuck rule before the tuck rule. What great – Patriot dynasty the, were they trying to uphold in 2002? You know what? I should blame you and the Patriots and That's the fine. Patriot fans for my career not going the way. Because <laughs> had it – look, listen. Because they would have won the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Then in 2002 – and that next year when they lost to Tampa Bay. I mean, let's, let's they, back they, it up. They look, had to win another two more games to win the Super Bowl. Let's look at they, they would have won. If they would have done that, they okay. would have won. Everyone it's – a, it's, a, it's a consensus that they would have won the Super okay. Bowl. Right. And then they come back the next year, then they would have been able to beat Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl. I came in in 2003 after that, and I'm like, man, I've got Jerry Rice in the locker room. I've got Tim Brown in the locker room. I'm like, They didn't yeah. win in the next year, though, against Tampa Bay. How are they going to win that one? No, no, because you guys messed them up from the year before. So we're still yeah. dancing around the Yeah, Raiders yeah, that, 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 that messed everybody up. I would argue we're still yeah. dancing around the Raiders' heads because people keep bringing it up. Okay. It's moving can, on. Yeah. Can we talk about everyone can be a ninja? 
Uh, I'm gonna have to add a yeah. new chapter. And maybe if the Raiders uh, had this anger book, management, bring this book to the Raiders uh, facility. Be like, look, everyone can be a ninja. Let's get over it. Fifteen years ago, you, you you won't be saying that. You won't be saying that when Antonio Brown goes crazy on you guys. I bet you won't. He say literally that. never has. Okay, all right. Wait till Jay Gru- John Gruden gets a, gets a hold of you guys. He does have a quarterback now. Okay, so I'm saying like the Steelers. I was talking about the Steelers. We've dominated them forever. I'm sure you know. You watch all the games. I like your yellow and black hat. Yeah, Hawaii. Yeah. It's a nice place. Yeah. <laughs> no, Damashek, that's another reason. Me and, I mean, me and Damashek went back and forth about Steelers-Patriots. They beat us this year. I'm sure they are thrilled with how that all worked out for them. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, you don't – like, so do you think the whole Patriots dynasty is fraudulent? No, I, I don't think it's like fraudulent. It. No, I think it's one of the greatest things. I stopped hating on them a while ago. Um, maybe Ran about like two Super Bowls five, ago. Yeah. yeah, about two Super Bowls ago, I stopped hating on the Patriots just because I realized what – it takes – a lot of hard work. You can't. You can't. You really can't minimize. Like I, I, I will admit, I started hating on the Patriots because of old bitterness from mm-hmm. from the past, uh, and it was just kind of ingrained in you as it's a Raider. It's still in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still <laughs> in, it's ingrained in you as a Raider. But uh, but what Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, that is the model of consistency, and I really do believe that. Years later, I mean, down the road, I mean, people are going to praise it at a higher level. I mean, right. it is remarkable. I mean, just think about what the, the, the Boston Celtics did in their run when they had all those champions. Was it like 13 or whatever? 11 and, 11, 11 and 13. 11 and 13. I mean, that is remarkable. I mean, think about the Laker dynasty. Um, and then you have the Patriots dynasty. I mean, to me, it's just one of those things that you have to start asking questions. Closed mouths don't get fed. I want to know why and how they were able to build a dynasty in a sport that is so hard to dominate like that right i mean it, it paying tom brady under the table helps that's the one thing we cheat where everyone calls me out i'm like yeah no we definitely do that don't know why everyone else doesn't i, I don't know about this under the table thing mm. you gotta tell me well more they about pay it. on top of the table and then much more under, under it. the table okay. um but yeah no i don't yeah the table is filled with money yeah. yeah yeah no it's pretty good uh let me hear your lakers mount rushmore um I think mount rushmore f- is it five four four is it four okay mm. Uh, I thought they added Barack Obama to it. Eventually. Um, uh, there's Magic Johnson, mm-hmm. of course. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the okay. captain. Um, Kobe Bryant. And um, uh, it's so hard for me to go back and forth because that fourth one, no, 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 no. You don't get – he's got the name, but LeBron is not getting the fourth spot. Derek Fisher. I, no, come on, man. I love D. Fish, but, I mean, he had a lot of amazing left-handed shots uh, from the corner. But uh, Shaquille uh, is one that I think of. Mm-hmm. I think of Will Chamberlain uh, is, is another one. Elgin Baylor mm-hmm. is another one. I, I, I'm genuinely conflicted. Um, in the modern era, can I, can I split the four? Sure. Okay. Just, so we'll do your top modern, five. Yeah, okay. Yeah. In the in the modern, <laughs> I just made it five. Uh, <laughs> it's no longer the Mount Rushmore. Yeah. You right? get your Obama uh, spot. <laughs> okay, I get the Obama. Okay. So then, then I'm gonna have to go Will Chamberlain and and, and the big fella, uh, the, the big Shaq, Aristotle, Big Diesel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, what's your favorite Shaq nickname? Uh, the big Aristotle. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or the big fundamental. I like that one too. I like the big Chamberneasy. The Chamberneasy. Yeah. Yeah. Shaq. <laughs> you know, I. Did you say what? I, I do. I mean, I think that right now we're at a point where there's there's friction, and when there's friction and there's fighting, that means you're close to something great. And uh, it was sad to see Magic Johnson go out like that. I don't know all the inner workings. There's a lot of he said, she said. 
Um, but I've spent time with Jeannie Buss, and I understand uh, that she's got a goal and a vision in mind for the Lakers. Um, look, I'm not going to compare to Dr. Buss. Um, that's not fair. That's not a fair comparison. Uh, but I think in the Buss family, she's got the best direction for for the organization. And I think the one X factor is uh, I know what Rob Palenka was uh, when he was at Michigan. I know what he was uh, as an agent, obviously, for Kobe. But I, I don't know what the general manager, just because you have the title, I, I don't know what that is. And so I, I don't want to be unfair to him. I just don't know. I don't, I don't know him well enough uh, to know if, if he's the right piece or not. I, I don't know. And I think only time will tell. So um, I think you can read between the lines. Do you want Anthony Davis? Huh? Do you want Anthony Davis? Yeah, I would love Anthony Davis. I would just, I would love for for the NBA to stop just meddling in our in, in our business. <laughs> the NBA has just meddled. I mean, you guys have just, I mean, you guys. Yeah, right? you keep blaming me for everything. I'm sorry. <laughs> the, the, the NBA just. You, I med- wish I had the kind of power you yeah. bestowed upon me here yeah, today. It's just like just meddling in our business, and it's just like I, I just wish that they would just let us get our Brandon Ingram. I mean, let it get us guys. I mean, how many times have we lost guys that we thought we were going to get because the NBA comes down and say, nope, you can't have this guy. Nope. There's too much power on one team is what they essentially I think saying. it was just Chris Paul, and that was it. I don't yeah, think it yeah. ever happened ever, yeah. ever again. That's jacked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, Akbar, you've been a delight. Uh, Red Nose Day. What's the date again for the people at the uh, – uh, Red Nose Day, uh, uh, May, May 23rd. 23rd. Yeah, May 23rd. That's, uh, that, that's the big Red Nose Day. So we're excited about mm-hmm. this campaign. It's going to raise a lot of money for underprivileged kids. Um, Where can yeah. people get these? Uh, you can get it at Walgreens. Mm-hmm. Um, they're available. Uh, I think they're available right now. Oh yeah, they uh, yeah, they're, yeah, they're available right now. So uh, right at the register, you don't yeah, register right them. there. I mean, and boom, get your thing, and you know that you're contributing because right, the best of us must help the rest of us. That's right. Yeah, uh, and everybody can be a ninja. Where can people go get this? Well, you can book? get that. It's available right now. You can go to Amazon. You can go to Barnes and Noble, or you can go to my site, iamakbar.com. What a uh, what a it's name available for a wherever books are sold. Uh, but this, yeah, this is cool. Yesterday was my fortieth. Today is my my book release day. So I'm uh, I'm extremely proud of everyone. And your mixtape debut. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, wasn't that funny? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually I actually thought about doing a mixtape once, but uh, I oh, realized boy. I couldn't rap. So, oh boy. Uh, that, that into that south central's finest uh, i know right i don't want to embarrass ice t you know I, I, ice t <laughs> oh he'll tweet yeah, about yeah. it too uh, uh, rest yeah. in peace nipsey hustle i mean I, sure. I, I, I want to do my my community proud so mm-hmm. i'll just stay behind the hosting mic and not the not not the studio mic okay well we we appreciate you coming through uh you don't count those those fraudulent minneapolis ymca banners the lakers hang right well you talking from from minneapolis yeah why, yeah. why wouldn't we I'm just it's the organization right. Yeah, yeah. It's the organization. Why? I'm just saying, like, it's kind of, kind of weak. Don't be mad because no one really cares about the Boston Celtics and the yeah, Lakers no are, are are the most cherished franchise in all of sports. I'll never like they're the most famous, most recognizable. They've been far more consistent. Yeah. It helps when like your number two overall pick just doesn't drop dead the day after the draft. But it is. Are we going all the way back to Lenny Bias? You sure did. Are we going back to scouting? Lenny Bias? <laughs> scouting. Did you, you just were, go? You yeah. went back to Lenny Bias? You went back to Chris Paul trade that was there for like two hours. That was 50 years ago with Lenny. No, it was three years before I was born. Uh, what, how old are you again? 29. 29? Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, great. It sure does. Yeah, that's what we do here. It's a circle of life. <laughs> no, thank you very much. Go sport Red Nose Day. Uh, go get the book. Akbar, appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much. Yeah. 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 For the year 2G, the 
rap game changed with one nation. Jews ain't the slain anything on this plane. Remains are found when the best kept secret get heated. You went platinum with a ghostwriter, so in the game you won, you cheated. Man. Sure is. What's the word? Uh, I'm angrier today than I was yesterday. Oh, no. What happened? I mean, what, what could have possibly have happened? You, you wouldn't believe some of the takes, and I'm glad you're not here because you're you're a, can, you can be a bad person and you like to feed into the takes. Correct. That I know what you're doing, but other people don't, so sure. they just keep going. Sure. Uh, so I, I didn't. Huh? I said, hit me. I want to hear these takes. Yeah, uh, I mean Dana. Dana just said Kyrie isn't a Celtic, like the essence of him, mm. which is a very like Yankee fan take. I don't even know what that, that means. Is, I don't know what a Celtic looks. That is very Yankee-ish. Didn't earn his stripes, know. yeah. Yeah, I, I, he didn't earn his Kelly Green. Like, I like, don't know what that means. <laughs> means he didn't win a title. If he didn't win a title, that's, what, that's basically all it means. For sure, and which he definitely didn't. So, yeah, he's not wrong. What else you got? Well, first and foremost, I don't want to – what everyone is doing nationally, locally, everything is just talking about, like, why didn't the Celtics win? I'll tell you why. The Milwaukee Bucks are much better at basketball. <laughs> For sure. No, I think we're more just laughing at the Celtics not winning. Nationally, we know what, probably. Uh, I was say, we know why. Uh, there are other people who don't. Mm. Uh, the Bucks deserve a lot of credit. Uh, game one, they got fucked. Yeah, they got fucking mollywopped in the mouth. And they were basically Thanos, like all that for a drop of blood. Like, that's all it was. It was a drop of blood. They put a Band-Aid on and then just gave the Celtics the hands. Like They didn't really change anything from games two through five. They just kept playing their game. No, that's like that's kind of like a Bud thing. Like it's when it's going bad, it's like uh, there's Bud, no adjustments. But like when it's going well, like he's not wrong. He's like, yeah, like game right. one. He's like, we just need to play better. If we play our game, it's like a Calipari type thing. And if you say it when right. you're winning, it's like, yep. And if not, it's like, well, <laughs> duh. But yeah, we like play. We dictate to the game. We're gonna keep doing what we're doing because that's what made us the best. And uh, also credit to me for picking the Bucks to win the East uh, before these playoffs. Someone even said they went back and listened to the first mixtape episode ever, oh boy. where I predicted the Bucks would make the finals in 2019. Who they were playing is unimportant, but oh I, I got boy. that. The Minnesota uh, importance. Wow. Yeah, it sure was. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> but you know, I saw the vision on one. I didn't know no, they were going to surround. No, 50% damn good. Yeah, I didn't know they were going to surround uh, Giannis with the absolute perfect players. Uh, so, they, I mean, top to bottom, Milwaukee deserves a whole heap of credit. They've, they've lost 16 games this year. Mm-hmm. Like what? They, I saw something yesterday, too. They have the most 20-point wins in the, in the playoffs. Like, I think they're tied forever for, like, a whole run. I don't even think it's through two rounds. I think it's just ever. They have five. No, like, the whole, like the entire time, the only knock has been is, like, yeah, they've never done it before. Everything, like, every other box, right. it's like they can rebound, they can shoot, they have a star, they can play with anybody, they have a coach, they have a deep bench, they have a home court. Like, they, they've got everything. And now that they're in the conference finals, I don't know what the argument is, honestly. Yeah, so I didn't want to come on here and just bitch about like I'm going to bitch about the Celtics, but I didn't want it. to. Yeah, you sure will. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't want it to to be every other show. Like the Bucks, absolutely, they're a fucking wagon. It's just simple and plain. Giannis is a monster. Uh, Eric Bledsoe, 
is a front runner offensively, but he, I mean, his defense all, all series outside of game one was a, a tremendous impact on the entire series. Mm-hmm. Uh, George Hill's the best player in the league, Duh. Uh, <laughs> which we all, I mean, we all already knew that, but it just needs to be said again. Uh, and, and if they can figure out a way against Toronto and whoever they play in the finals to, to keep Ilyasova and Meritek on the court and not have them exposed defensively, then they become exponentially more dangerous. Like I think that's where Brogdon comes into play. Cause like just having that, it's like, you can either keep like one of those guys on and they have like just enough defense to cover to where like, you can't just exploit it. And I think like that, I think Brogdon unlocks a lot. That's where it's more than like his 15 a game. Yeah. That's why, like I was confused why he was even playing last night, but now the more I'm thinking about it, that was just a perfect time for him to get some, some practice in. Yeah, 100%. 17 minutes. Yeah. 10, 4, 3, plus 14. Break, he's back. Yeah. <laughs> Break a sweat. Yeah, feeling good. Uh, See if you still got it. Yeah, get your lungs up a little bit. Just boy, uh, boy. Now, I, know to, I wish to, I would have broke a sweat, but we'll get to him. Who? Kyrie Irving. Oh, all right. I thought you were going to say Marcus. I was like, he almost died in that game. I don't, I don't have you. I won't have you besmirching, Mark. Not today. There are three people I won't take any any Celtics slander on. Wait, which Marcus? Uh, Smart. Smart uh, almost died when Brooke Lopez like threw him through the court. I thought he was Mr. Tough, man. What happened? I haven't, I haven't slandered Smart in like a year and a half, man. You're holding on to old. Uh, once he got that I'm contract. Not, no, no, no. no. Like, I'm not talking okay. about you. I'm not uh, talking about you. I'm talking about uh, like, like anyone. I, Kyrie, uh, Leviticus Irving. Yeah, no, he's uh, and he's going to get it. It's mm-hmm. like just there are three players I have. Uh, who played their game throughout the entirety of the playoffs, who deserve all the credit in the world. And that's Marcus Morris, who was electric. He was great, both ends yeah, of the court. Yeah. I, I wish he wasn't our first option. That's, <laughs> I think that's I about think as Marcus far. Marcus Morris is fine with it. He definitely is. But I think that's about as far as a Marcus Morris-led offensive team can go the second round. Um, Jalen Brown. I don't hear anything negative about Jalen Brown. You have to he, plug your ears because that guy stinks. Yeah, sure does. Like I'm still uh, the thing about Jalen, I just like I feel like I keep seeing like the takes haven't adjusted since his rookie year. Like that's what I feel like. Like he had a very good playoff, and I just like I saw takes today was like got to figure like this might be a fluke from Jalen Brown. I was like, what? Like what did we see that was fluky? <laughs> like what? Like he didn't start hitting like eighty five percent of his threes or start getting ten assists a game. Like I, right. I don't know. But yes, who's your third? Yeah. Uh, Marcus Smart, mostly because he really didn't play. And when he did, he fucking was diving all over the place and trying, uh, which I can respect. Uh, I would have preferred if he never got hurt. I don't know what it changes, honestly. Nothing. Um, it, maybe know, that was not a joke. That just wouldn't have changed anything. No, like I think it would have been like like things would have changed. It just wouldn't have mattered. Like it would have been the same result. Like Middleton would have scored two less points a game, but they they were winning by 25, so that doesn't matter. That's, that's why I say nothing. Like, uh... Right. Um, for Kyrie, I don't have a problem with him missing. Like, I have a problem with him missing shots in the sense that I'd prefer they go in, but I didn't see this, like, uh, like Jerry Thornton just wrote a blog saying he's the, the number one guy all time who couldn't handle Boston. Yes. Which Warm it up. I like Dave Portnoy, who's very on the record 
of saying that LeBron was Kyrie's number two when the Cavs won the finals. That's, that's, a, that's a thing he like truly believes in his heart. I know he is does. now is now saying Kyrie can't win as the number one, which in his argument already has done. Uh, mm. I don't think it's crazy to say Kyrie can't win as the number one. I just don't see it as as big of a negative as everyone wants it to be. Like there's a there's a lot of guys who have made the Hall of Fame as number twos, and they were all damn good. So I don't like like Scotty Pippen was a number two. I'm not saying Kyrie's as good as Scotty or anything like that, but he was mm-hmm. a number two. And when he was a number one, he got his teams to like the Western Conference Finals, the finals one year, like really good, but not a guy who could win by himself. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's no, a huge sure. slight to be an all-time number two. No, I again, I think it's like the like Blake-Chris Paul thing. It's like we, right. we just see how far that can go as your number one. Now, if one of those guys is your number two, you can probably win a championship. With, Car- with Kyrie, right. we've seen it. You can win a championship. And, and I, 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 No, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, my bad. No, I was just going to say, I... And like all, whatever he does this summer, I appreciate him wanting to take that step, like to see if he had, like he still might, right? He's what twenty seven. Like him not doing it now doesn't mean he can't. Now I don't think he can. And again, that's not a knock. They're just a select few of those guys in history. I think he can under the rarest of scenarios, and I compared it to, um, like dirt. I compared. Yeah, it would have to be Dirk or it would have to be like the 04 Pistons where the Mm -hmm. 04 Pistons didn't really have – like they had Ben Wallace as their number one defensive guy, which is what they won on. But like we tried to make that Horford and obviously there was no Giannis equivalent in 2004. So I guess it was Shaq and Ben Ben Wallace did his job there. But I I do think – and I think that was Ainge's whole idea behind – acquiring Kyrie with mm. the way the team was set up. Um, I do think one place where he got, where Ainge got a little greedy and where, I don't know if it's like the stem of the toxicity in the locker room. Adding Kyrie I, Irving. Yes, I'd say so. No, no, because like what I keep trying to tell people is when Kyrie's on the court, no one out there except for what, like maybe one person, but no one out there is like, that guy is taking away minutes from other people undeservingly. Right. I think most players in the NBA, I'd be shocked if there were like more than five guys in the NBA who's like, nah, Kyrie's trash. You know what I mean? Like, I think most people agree like, oh, Kyrie's nasty. Of course, he should be getting those minutes. There's a different guy who came back and it's not his fault. He suffered a horrendous injury that completely, uh, derailed the course of his career it fucking sucks but that's what happened and he came back this year and the whole company line was we're getting him minutes so that he can be ready for the playoffs uh wasn't ready for the playoffs and i think it he was ready in the sense that he, i feel like he did the same shit he did in the regulars <laughs> he was very right. ready some would right, say he was exactly. ready all year that was a part of the problem for sure um but i think when he was taking away minutes from two three maybe four guys who are all like, yeah, no, I'm much better than this guy, and he makes $29 million more than me. That's where I think the team was unrepairable from a chemistry standpoint. Mm. And I do want to go back to say, with their chemistry 100%, like when we were doing uh, season preview stuff, with their chemistry 100%, 
they were always going to lose to the Warriors. Always. This was never uh, like the reason you want to get right. to the finals is maybe Durant suffers his injury then. I'll take a cheap ring. I have no problem taking. No, a for cheap sure. Ring. And again, like this is this is why you go all out because you never know. Right. You just have to get there. You have to get in that place, and you never know what. Like like when the Cavs got there, everyone's just like, "Oh, the Warriors are going to win." And then Draymond gets suspended. LeBron has virtuoso performance after virtuoso performance. Kyrie hits a shot. That's all. You just need to be there and see what happens. And before the year, I said, if the Celtics don't get the Eastern Conference Finals, it'll be a huge disappointment. And it is. But Strong agree. I, I think they lost to a team this year that would blow the doors off of last year's Cavaliers team that they lost to. For sure. And again, like, that's the game. Like, I think this Raptors team would have whooped the Cavaliers. Right. A healthy Sixers team probably would. Like, that's just. I think this year's Celtics game. team beats that Cavs team, even with the bad chemistry. No, nah, I don't know about all that, man. But again, like that's part. Like the the thing about Kyrie being the number one is one. I don't know if the like Dirk Pistons way. I just don't know if that way works anymore. Like the NBA has just changed. Like I just don't. It works very rarely throughout history. Like it's yeah, like a hundred percent. And we're gonna see like maybe like one of Dame or Jokic is getting to the conference finals. And again, you never know what happens there. Um, but I just don't like for his. It's not a talent thing. Like, it's never been. It's just for his style of play. I don't see it for Kyrie. Being that he had, like, four straight, one horrible shooting games. Like, to say it was a cold stretch is selling it short. Sure um, is. So, he had one game where he got, or excuse me, two games where he got to the line well. Two games where he didn't. And last night, where he can't get anything to drop, one assist, one rebound. George Hill's going like didn't necessarily like he didn't bring anything. I think that's where it's like I don't know if you can be the top dog because the top dog has to be the LeBron. My shot's not dropping, but I'm getting eleven boards and eleven assists. Right. Like or I'm Kevin Durant or I'm I'm James Hart and like whatever. It can't Which, it can't be fifteen one and one in an elimination no. game. No, and the the rebounds are something he can control. I think we shot 20% from the field last night. So mm-hmm. it's like I, he probably would have got more assists if we just shot our regular. Like it wasn't like he was refusing to pass. No, that's, you know that's what, what I'm I mean? saying. Like I don't – because even again with all his – it's just his style of play. Like I, I really don't think he's a ball. Right. Like if that's just his style of play. But it does become a thing where when those shots aren't going down. For sure. And you look up and your center's got six assists to your one. And there are bench players with more assists than you. And there sure. are bench players with more rebounds and guys that are hitting the deck, like, and all that. I think that's where it's like, I. I will say, I Kyrie was know. hitting the deck. He was, yeah. Uh, getting crossed out of his uh, drawers by George Hill, but he was hitting the deck. <laughs> Listen, it's the best player in the league. Guard defense doesn't matter. What are you getting at, Withers? Listen, I've been saying. But, like, I think that it's kind of like the mellow thing, because there was a while I was like, I thought Melo could have been Dirk. I still kind right. of believe it. Like, under the perfectly constructed circumstances, I think he could have been. And whether it's true or not, it came and went quickly. Um, and I just, I don't know. Like, I just don't think, I don't think he's going to start getting to the line 12 times a game. I don't no. know that he should. Like, I don't know. I think that he's going to start getting 11 assists a game. I don't know that he should. I think it's just, this is what he is. A Hall of Fame player, all-NBA and if he keeps 
like if he keeps just bringing this consistency, he's gonna like keep racking up second, third, sneak on to some first, like all NBA. He'll be fine. But like you said, that best player on our championship team is it's even smaller than that. For sure, and. I think that was what Ainge was going for when he was constructing this roster. Mm. I think w- one thing he discounted was, and obviously this is only a thing you can see in hindsight, but I do think ultimately how they handled Terry was a, just terrible. Because after the game yeah. last night, well, after well. the game last night, he was very dejected. Yeah, and I. I think in Angel's mind, he was like, this is the best of both worlds. I have a, a starting caliber point guard on my bench who, if Kyrie gets hurt again, we can plug in. And then if Kyrie leaves, we can retain him. Right. Where that train went off the tracks was when he got off to a rough start, kind of fell out of the rotation, saw his minutes not even like get cut in half. Like I think it was even more than that. And... I think based on what he was talking about last night, there was a clear resentment about how he was handled heading into a free agency year. Uh, and it made him not – like he looked fine against the Pacers. I thought maybe something had been unlocked there. It was the playoffs. He knew he was going to be on national TV. He could recoup some of that money there. Mm. But it never – and that's why I, I lean more towards the Hayward thing because Kyrie playing – like I think everyone in the world agrees Kyrie is better than Terry. I don't think it's a hot take. But – here you playing favorites with your boy Rozier, boy. But oh Terry, boy. like it, it clearly affected him because it, it was, and it just never clicked for him. And then before I, fucking game five, you have Brad Stevens saying to the media, like, "Yeah, no, I got to figure out a way to get these guys to work." What are you? Ta- it's game ninety one. What are you talking about? I rather, I still, having said that, I'd still rather have him than Giannis. Well, who? Angel agrees. <laughs> I mean, it's. I feel like you kind of can see it in hindsight because this is one of those things like it's a thing like you've mentioned. And I I think it's what Angel's trying to do. Like the timelines just matched up. Right. And in theory, like on on 2K, that works perfectly. Like, yeah, yeah, you just walk. OK, Hayward leaves and Tatum and Juice step in like we're fine. But then especially after last year where it's like we got farther without these guys. And like you said, when it's Hayward getting minutes over three or two, three, four guys that are busting his ass in practice, that's where it's like, right. I like I don't really care about your timeline. Like I'm better than him right now, right? And I know that which isn't Gordon yeah. Hayward's fault. Like a hundred percent. And this is not Terry's fault, right? Like he right. What happened last year was the guy in front of him got hurt. Terry stepped up and did his like a hell of a job. Right. Got him to the uh, or played a part in getting him to the conference finals. And then it was like, okay, yeah, no, do what you did in 36 minutes, now in 19 uh, sporadic minutes. <laughs> right, and right. it's like everybody's not Lou Will, Macho, Harrell. Like they can, I think they'll, like they could roll out of bed and just play their game. They just bend the right. game to what they want to do. And like I've seen multiple people say, like I, I, I really hope people don't lose sight of it. I think if Terry goes somewhere where he can play consistent minutes and this is not as a homer take, yeah, I think he'll be fine. I think not that he'll transfer like or just turn into like a twenty-eight point a game guy, but right. I think whatever you thought he was going to be after last year's playoff, I that hadn't changed a bit for me. No, me neither. Um, and people who do hate Kyrie a lot today, there are still plenty of Celtics fans who want Terry back and who do believe that. 
I don't know if they believe it just because they're really mad at Kyrie right now. Mm-hmm. Um, because last year, after we lost to the Cavs, Terry was getting killed. Yeah. Uh, for, for Game Seven, him and Juice played. Terrible. I remember. I remember. Rowan ate his lunch. Yeah, yeah. Rowan almost got just stabbed uh, talking <laughs> shit to Terry's face. Um, so I do wonder if people are, are saying that and they actually mean it, or if they're just that mad at at Kyrie. But I think there are two things that could have happened that would have changed the the chemistry dynamic of this Celtics team. Uh, I think Ainge needed to trade Terry last offseason to a place where he could have started. And I get why he wanted Terry. And like you said, on 2K, it works out flawlessly that way. In the real world where you have a very disgruntled human being, you'd need to go get just another – like imagine if, if we had traded him to Orlando or and got like DJ Augustine and a pickback. Like right. DJ Augustine coming off the bench, that's a guy who's been in the league forever. He's just like, yeah, whenever I get my minutes, I'm going to play my game. Uh, yeah, and you saw him getting thirty minutes a game on what turned out to be a playoff team, like it's... right, right. So I, I, I think just obviously not that precise move, but a move like that. I know he was asking yeah. for like top ten picks from like the Suns and shit like that. Like, of course, Ainge is always going to try and like overwhelmingly win a deal, but when he makes other these side deals, like when he traded Avery Bradley for the cap space and Marcus Morris, like that was a huge win of a trade. Like it doesn't for always sure. have to be. I completely fleece, fleece this other team. Um, the other thing is if they had brought up Hayward through the G League. and yeah, I've been saying it since Isaiah Thomas, man. Right. You bring him up through the G League, actually track. And I get it's a pride thing for a lot of guys. I get you, we're paying this guy $30 million. Let's just have him have that game action. But if you start the season with Kyrie juice tatum smart horford or horford and morris and or horford and bain something like that and then you gradually acclimate gordon hayward you don't start him opening night you bring him off the bench like he ended up on the end of the season because I, th- I think if you do that everyone's just getting their normal minutes like they had gotten last year and then it's like oh we we've added this six man and yeah, well, it's, I don't it's also think yeah it, like we're getting what we like he came in and he earned if he was playing all-star ball again he'd be in the starting lineup Correct. If he's playing good six man ball, that's where he'll be. Instead of it's just like, oh no, no, you're the starting three. Here you go. Right. It's basically. I guess, I guess if I was one of, if I'm a Terry or a Jalen, one of those guys, I guess it's like, so last year just meant nothing. Like you know, like I know, I know the whole, the ideal plan was Kyrie, Hayward, Horford, all the young pieces, all the picks, everything. It didn't work out that way. That's life. That's ball. Right. And we adjusted damn good like we did or damn well whatever and made the conference finals lost to the guy that everybody else lost to <laughs> so and then right after that it's like okay yeah guys no uh, it's back to seven shots a game for you like and one thing about like i've had a hard time even writing the Celtics season memoriam because between the tears it's not no it's just not like over yet because if like, let's say, I mean, Philly's only down 3-2. If they win their series, this Celtics loss becomes much worse. But if the Bucks go on, they beat Toronto in five, and then they actually win a ring, it's like, oh, we lost to the team that won the finals. Like, is that really the worst thing that ever happened? Of course, in the moment, watching those games, it's like, wow, this team fucking stinks. But if this team actually is a historic great, the Bucks, and they go and beat the Warriors or some shit like that, it's like, oh. Well, we just lost. Yeah. Like we we only made it to the second round, but we lost to the team that the Warriors lost to. It does, but the, I feel like the thing now it's like because like Ainge, 
rightfully so. Like he tried to have his cake and eat it too. And now he might end up with like if Kyrie leaves and Terry just goes somewhere, just goes to the like the biggest offer. She was like, "There's no way they can match this." That you just lost like two. You tried to have them both and got none of them. Correct. And you like didn't get an asset for Terry or anything. Sexton's gonna be uh, Colin Sexton's gonna be All NBA next year. Looking like the kid has won that trade. Wow. I'm not worried about Colin Sexton. I, I still do that trade every day of the week. We traded three uh, players, two of which barely are in the NBA anymore, and then Jay Crowder, who is solid in Utah. He's fine. Uh, and then Colin we, – so we traded Jay, Jay Crowder and Colin Sexton for two years of Kyrie Irving. Uh, of course, he played 60 games. First year got hurt. Unfortunate. Year two, he comes back, played 70, something like that. Um, and we got bounced – got bounced in the second round and he didn't play well smoked and yeah if you can't uh re-sign that guy in that two years i think you have something fundamentally fundamentally wrong with your like front office and culture as a whole well i think this is honestly going to end up being kind of like the boogie trade it was like boogie for like buddy hill and it's like oh okay no buddy hill he's fine he's not all nba he might not even make an all-star team but he's fine and it's like well the guy left so it's like ah. Both sides would probably do that again. Right. I've seen a lot of people be like, I wish we just had sex. And like, do we even take sex on a date? Probably not. Uh, no. Boy, oh boy. If y'all had shape, y'all had a real point guard, like a leader in there, y'all still <laughs> playing tonight. That's a fact. Well, yeah, because we would have been the one seed, obviously. Yes. Um, but it's for Kyrie, too, because everyone's pulling up every quote he had this year and immediately turning against him. If you're Kyrie Irving, because I believe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I believe this is the first playoff series he lost where he was healthy. Um, I don't. Either it feels like a like a back a backhanded compliment. I guess, but like in his mind, when he kept saying like I'm going to flip the switch, like just wait till the playoffs. In his mind, he's like, yeah, when I go to the playoffs, I just win. I'm the, literally the winningest player in NBA history in the playoffs. Like that's what I do. I'm Kyrie Irving. Granted, he did all of that with LeBron. Yeah, but in his and mind, there within is the rub. No, for sure. But in his mind, he's like, yeah, when I get to the playoffs, it's it's different. And it wasn't. We, we, we did. <laughs> well, no, we found we found that chart that I was talking about the last episode. Someone tweeted it at us. And did you did you see it? Yeah, with the dots. Yeah, yeah. And Kyrie just doesn't even fucking budge. He's just like, yeah, oh, no. Boy, I need that one updated. It has to be. It's yeah, gonna, it has boy, to, that thing shooting through the left. It's definitely not going to shoot, but it's definitely going to a little slide. Boy, uh, like, have you, like, honestly, since, I don't think I've ever seen him have four bad shooting games like that in a row. No. Like, ever. And that's, because, again, because he still thinks like that, and maybe he should, because if you, like, get him there with, again, a guy that's better than he is, then like, he still can win those series and make those shots. Right. But this summer, he's not going to be like, yeah, I'll take a little bit less so you can find that guy. He's gonna be like, yeah. no, I'm still. He's like, I'm still that guy. Like we, uh, I got I had a cold hand, but I'll be back. Yeah, and that's. I mean, people are furious at him missing shots. I, I just, I guess I just can't. Like he just missed shot, like shots that he typically mm-hmm. hits. And I remember last episode, I, I brought it up. Like in game two, and I don't think this is the case, but in game two, he took one jump shot, and afterwards, he like really like. He like did like a windmill with his left shoulder, like he was grimacing in pain. Mm. And every shot after that came off 
his hand weird. Like he, he was fading away, like favoring one side. Like I, I, I don't think he was hurt, but I don't have a problem with the reason he played bad was he just missed shots. Cause I've like, it is a terrible four game stretch. And that air ball he had last night's probably Ooh. the worst shot he's ever, ever taken in his career. Uh, but you know, it was real Blizzle bad. In but, his head. Oh man. You think he's yeah, renting no, or uh, buying up there? Is he what? You think he's uh, renting to own space in Kyrie's head or you think he's looking to buy? Oh, well, I think he has to talk to landlord George Hill about uh, the, <laughs> what he can He'll do. give him a good deal. Yeah, he's like, can I paint the walls in here? He's like, yeah, no, that's fine. Last tenant did too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 I don't. Like if he just like obviously like if he did the Kobe shit where he's like I'm just gonna pass and refuse to shoot right. that would infuriate me. Him right. just missing shots, I, what they, like he yeah he was trying like he he, right. he it didn't work. He played poorly. I have no problem saying like he I fucking think that's the point. Like, he tried like he kept going back to his plan. It didn't work and he didn't try anything different. Like the game before he t- he took twenty two. Sh- he was seven for twenty two, one for seven on three. This game, 6 for uh, 21, 1 for 7 on 3. Like, the shots weren't going down. He didn't get to right. the line. I think that's where it's like, when your game's not working, you can't keep playing your game, Carmelo Anthony. Like, that's what... <laughs> that, or you... Like, that's just what happens. You have to add to it or, like, change it. You have to contribute some some way. Because if he's... If he has 15 points and 15 missed shots, he had a good defensive season for him, but he's not good enough at everything sure. else to just justify it. 33 minutes, 44 minutes, 42 minutes, 31 minutes. That's a lot of minutes, like, for a lot of shots that didn't no, go down. No, definitely. Definitely. And, I like, I think he's had a, a healthy attitude towards losing, but healthy in the sense that most sports fans actively reject the way he's talking because we're not used to it. We Like, we want to see our stars. Yeah, we want to see our stars like crying over every loss and like beating themselves up and and torturing themselves over every loss. And Kyrie's like, yeah, I missed twenty two shots. I should have taken thirty. Like, I, I I'm a well, good shooter. His thing is, you you can't do the, uh, yeah, just get me to the playoffs and the playoffs get here. And he's like, oh, who gives for a sure? Shit? Who gives a shit? Like, that's where it's like, uh, you I don't know you told was... us to say like. What? I don't know if that was even like the same sentiment though. Like I it think he was matter. like, it, yeah. it don't matter. That's just, but he wasn't like, he wasn't like who gives a shit we lost. It was like, who gives a shit? I like, I like just because I missed shots doesn't mean I should stop shooting. Maybe you which should. Which I agree with. <laughs> Maybe, I well, mean, you, you got to do something. Again, I, 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 I agree. Like just getting the ball over half court, passing off and standing in the corner like Kobe. Yeah. Does nothing. Right. But right. again, you have to, if it's like, okay, I'll give up the ball, but I'm, I'm setting picks. I'm cutting. I'm, I, I'm, I have to contribute another way. I think. Like, give me George Hill. Would, let, me, let me lock down. Like, let me commit to George no, Hill. No, for sure. But I think even offensively, if literally anyone else could hit a shot, I think he, we probably would have seen more of that. But, it, like, what, like that, hey, that was the other everybody point. else didn't say, just get me to the playoffs. No, we, for sure. Everybody else well, was looking for max money. To be fair, Jalen did guarantee a championship this year um so he did say that uh Mm. he also i think he was talking to taylor rooks he said he envisioned like seven or eight which i love but uh he was saying that kind of shit so Mm. be a real uh, shame if that clip made the rounds again i won't retweet it like yeah we lost to the bucks like tip your hat they just beat the fuck out of us our high point in games two three four and five was paul pierce farting on michelle beetle those good times had ball. 
Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. with Hayward, like I really hope, like for I hope Nurkic does that. I thought Levert, and again, maybe this is not that bad because Levert just came back and was just like, yeah, sprained ankle. But I really, I hope the G League can become like a viable, like rehab. Like it's right. just, it, it's insane to ask a guy to just like get up to speed. And it's like there are 82 games. That is the point. But it's like the Celtics already know. It's like, okay, if we're going to get to where we need to get to, we need to win at least 50 of these, like minimum. Right. So it's not, we don't really have 82 games to play with. And if, I think it's one thing too. It's like you put Hayward in two G League games and it's like, oh, he's giving these guys 35. Like this is just like a waste of even cardio. Like then, yeah, you bring him up. But if he's down there and it's like uh, he had 12 on 11 shots against uh, Patrick McCaw's brother. Like, yeah, well, see, no, the, then the thing, as a team, I feel like I, I feel like I'd set the date for him. I'd be like, okay, like he's going to the G League until November 14th. And if he's like, if he just rips it up for those three weeks, that's fine. Because we decided. Because it's not going to be like he had two hot games or he had two cold games, whatever. But we'll reevaluate it November 14th. We want to call him up. We're like, okay, December 14th. Like, whatever. Like, again, if you're playing it like that, because with the way they're trying to look at it, it's not an 82 season game. It's a 100 game season, not 82. So if I have to... I wouldn't even. I don't even think it's punting. Like it's no, just, it's not. yeah. It's just like I want to have all my guys ready in May. I want to have all everybody clicking in May, April and May. Yeah, which and Brad Stevens uh, severely outcoached. He was for pretty much the entire season. I don't even want to like. Bud was great, but. Uh, from start to finish, like he, Danny Ainge bought the car and handed him the keys. Like he was the one driving it. And I mean, he's been very critical of himself, which I appreciate, but yeah, dude, like you were like, you know, like Bud, like the thing, the little things we talk about are, is what Bud was doing. Like we talked about that, that foul call on Jalen when he was guarding Eric Bledsoe in game three, uh, that got Jalen in foul trouble. Like Bud mm. was standing right there and he pointed it out. Like it was barely any contact, but the coach being like, hey, call that foul. Those things matter. Getting technical fouls. Those things matter. Knowing when to take a fucking timeout to stop uh, uh, the, the other team from breaking it open. Bud was every time the Celtics hit like two or three shots in a row for the whole series. Bud was timeout. Like, let's relax. And they always came out better. Yeah, like that's the. Like that, that's those Hawks reps. Like I really I. I wish we saw more coaches like it. Like I was hoping Tibbs and Stan Van Gundy would like come back. Like, oh yeah, no, we figured out what we need to work on. They didn't. But <laughs> I, I think like Bud's just a good basketball man. He just like he took his Hawks years and was like, no, I've still got some. He was like he was KG. He was like I, I could coach Trey Young, but I I got I got some championship years left. Right. And yeah, when it gets down to this, that stuff matters. I also wonder like. For the late, we heard about the Lakers '80s stuff. It was still, it was always kind of implied, like, well, if they don't, the Celtics will come in there. And I wonder if that played a, like, if it, if it bothered the Lakers, young Lakers players' psyche, like, how could it not? But like Tatum and do anybody rumored to be in or around that deal? Because it's like, right. okay, like for the second straight year, what I did is going to mean nothing. After this year, I, like, I got 20 minutes again. After the second year, I got shipped to uh, New Orleans. For nothing, so it's like, what? What the fuck? What am I even trying for? Not to say that they quit, yeah. but it 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 is harder to buy in, I'd imagine. Definitely, 
Definitely. And I mean, Tatum was a ghost this whole series. Uh, I think he scored 10 of his 11 points. He grew a beard. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really like It's not he, a superstar beard, I'll say that. He got like a fade, like towards that, to like where fades go, and then he faded it again, like where like the chin is. I was like, all right. Like, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a look. You know what else he did? He shot 11% from three this series. That's what he did. It was that high? <laughs> he shot 34, 11, 62 on 12, 7, 2. And again, like, I I really think it's a legit question of like, okay, like, do they just have the best? Like, it was just assumed, okay, if they put Tatum in there, they can beat anybody. And maybe they still can, but I don't, I don't know if he's a trump card like that anymore. Or not, no. not, not by as many teams and of course it only need you only need one team to think it but i i don't know i would i think i'd wonder about like his ceiling i, I think he's like i don't think he's gonna be out of the league or anything but no i don't know uh I, I think like for this yeah going into year three he's got some things to show when and we got crushed for this last year when tatum was coming into the draft mm-hmm. we had questions about him and we got murdered for having those questions last year. And I'll never forget, we both said he should go in the top five. He went third, so we that was fine. We said he was a top five pick. And we I remember hey, I asked you, you bum. I remember I specifically asked you if he had insert this player here's career, would he be bad pick? And through two years I think it's still a very accurate comparison, and that's Tobias fucking Harris. Yeah, I was I was thinking him or uh, Barnes, Harrison Barnes, and again, like it's it's just not a knock, but it was like last year. It's like, oh yeah, now he can be if somebody's gonna be the Harrison Barnes, he'll be the first or second best player, and now it's like, well, I, maybe he'll be the fifth best player, and again, that's fine because he's still not bad. Like he's not right. he's not a bust. He can still shoot. Like I don't think he. I know he's been really durable. I don't think he's missed very many, if any, games. Like right, super durable. Yeah, so it's he's still young as shit, but I don't, I do wonder if that's like a blue chip piece anymore. If it's like okay, if they throw him in, then they can trump anything. And it's like, well, I don't. I think I don't right now, I think right now he's still a blue chip piece. I think if he has another season like this, he's just another guy in a trade. Yeah, I and it's a, I mean, it's a thin line because if you. It's like if you pull 30 GMs, 30 might be like, yeah, he's still elite. 30 might be like, nah, I'm off him. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you just got to find, like, you hope David Griffin or whoever you're trying to trade for is one. Would you bring Kyrie back? Because Terry, I know he doesn't have much say in the matter, but if he's going to be as angry as he appeared to be last night, yeah, nah, uh, I, matching I, on Terry, even if Kyrie leaves, feels like a bad idea. No, and again, this is where I, I wish sign and trade was like it used to be. It was just like, okay, we're not getting a bet. Like, can we, like, somebody just be like, okay, negotiate straight with us, and here's a second round, something, anything. Right. Uh, but, yeah, no, he's out. Honestly, I think I would. If he's willing to... Like four, like four year max. I'm guessing. Or yeah, not like for? a two. Yeah, like yeah. A, like just max. Yeah. I was like, if he's willing to do four, uh, I would, because this is. He's again. He's twenty six, twenty seven. This is his second year as a Celtic. 
So in right. in five years, ten years, like this year might have just been like, but oh yeah, that's what like he needed to get his ass kicked to realize you know, he's either got to change his game, recruit some talent, like something had to change. Uh, and I, he's still young enough. He played well enough this year that I'd be willing to. Yeah, career year. Figure it out. Yeah. yeah, so if he's willing to do four years, then yes, I was on him. What if it's three? Not like a two plus one, like a tr- like the Lowry uh, or Paul Millsap. Three. I would do, yeah, I would do three. Anything, yeah. if he's, I, pr- I might would do like a two plus one, a player option. Anything, like if he's trying to do like a one plus one, like KD, that's where I'm like, nah, man, like, come on. Like, I See, need, I think it's, yeah. I think part of the thing with Kyrie was most of his controversy, literally all of it, had nothing to do with basketball. Um, That's the game so think, now, though. That's, no, for yeah. sure. But I think if you're locked into four years, and of course the second you pull an AD and actually demand a trade, that goes out the window. But if you sign the four years, any asshole who asks about his future in years one or two, like it's laughed out of the room by everyone. Like you're just being an asshole. Yeah. So him, you, you've taken it I, out of your hands. Like I signed my four years. Like now, right. you got any question about that? Don't ask Danny Ainge. Right. Um, so I. I want him back. There are a lot of people today who don't. They just want him gone. Uh, Dave said it was the worst thing that happened to the Celtics since the Kendrick Perkins trade. Uh, wow, since the 80s which is a draft. Take. My God. Yeah. Poor yeah, Noah, you animal. It's a take. It's uh, I, won't, I won't deny it's a take. Um, I love it. Because I just know if he if he re-signs and scores for 40 open night, he'd be like, man, oh, man, this guy just gets it. Even if he doesn't score 40, 40 opening night, if he re-signs a lot of people, like people are, I think, just going to dig in and hate this guy unless he wins a title. Um, and I keep thinking back to that season ticket holder like meeting at the Garden right before opening night where Kyrie said, I'll, I, I would love to finish my career here if you'll have me. Like he didn't say if you'll have me unintentionally. Right now, people will not have him. I think he's That's waiting. That's why he listen. We call it plausible deniability in the business. Right, and I've brought that up all year. And people, I'm going to bring it up when he signs with the Knicks and people are going to be like, oh, yeah, it's how convenient of you to be saying. No, I've been saying it literally since he said it. Because uh, he chose those words very, very deliberately. Uh, but I want him back. So you would do, uh, four, I mean, you do whatever. If he said he, if he wants five, I four or five. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, okay. Anything north of three and three and up because two you're literally just running back this last season of questions. Yeah. Like, and I can't. I, well, can't it's, you're, I feel like that. you're delaying it for 12 months. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it would be just sick to have a season. Like, as last year, no one brought that up. So it would be right. sick to have So I, to have I have that, five yeah. years because, like, again, like, we've seen, like, these max contracts. He's got some knee issues. So I do think it's a concern. I would, that's why I'd push for four. If he really wanted five, I really might have to think about it. Like, if he went under two or over four, I'd really have to think about it. I think five I'd be okay with because by then, like, Hayward and, and uh, Horford's money is, like, long off the books. Mm-hmm. So it would be him and Jalen and Tatum, I assume, unless we're making big trades. Like, even Smart's money would be off the books by then, mm-hmm. and he'd still be playing, hopefully. I, don't, I, That's I the, hope it's never Hopefully, yeah. Uh, but I mean, even still, you're only talking about like three core guys signed. So I wouldn't, that wouldn't really upset me. Like I would do anything North of three, that, oh, three, that, three. And that was the Jalen Brown take. It was like, if he didn't take a reasonable extension this summer, they should trade him. That was the Jalen Brown take. I saw this terrible take. I, yeah, I, 
<laughs> yes, if he doesn't take pennies on the dollar. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. fucking Mac, like uh, Jalen's, because that's that's what you're talking about with Kyrie. Like if Jalen's shots not falling, he's going to be throwing his body around on defense. He's going right. to be like it, like there, there's also not so be many saying guys. weird shit in press conferences. And if he does, he's not he's not big enough yet. Nobody cares. Right. When he does say weird shit, it's just like uh, what, the rest of humanity hasn't caught Wait, up his, to that. If somebody, yeah, if somebody asked for the receipts, he got his. If somebody asked Kyrie for receipts, he ain't got his. That's the right. Difference. Yeah. No. So I don't know. I think I'm ready to pretty much run back the same team. Like I was so so on Marcus Morris this year uh, after showing what he did in the playoffs again. Like I, it's just a guy I'm ready to keep around for a long time. Um, Would you want his brother? Because his brother stunk this year. Yeah, but his brother was hurt too, wasn't he? I know he was for some point, but even after he came, like he was just oh for sure. He, uh, if he says it's a package deal, if he's, yeah, if he's like, we're going somewhere together. Like you take both of us, or you get neither. You take Marquise, right? Are you to keep them both, or do you even like? Eh, do I yeah, want I, it? I would take them both because I think. It's certainly possible that in the NBA, it's you can only have one of the Morris twins playing really well at a certain time. So if you have both, it's like, oh, Marcus doesn't get it tonight. Markeith, you're in. Um, well, yeah, and then it's like also, taking a yeah, running back and his backup. Right. And also, if uh, the locker room stinks again, they can just beat everyone up together. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think I'm all in on that. So he, okay, what do you think like the best situation for only Kyrie is? Like teams as they're currently constructed, or how like, yeah, as the Celtics curr- should change. Like as they're currently constructed, not assuming any trades. Like where do you? If he was just like, I just want. To, he's like, if he's just like, I just want to play ball. Like I want to win. I want to play. Like what's the best situation for him? Because I think re-signing in Boston is up there. I think yeah, Clippers I think is want. really good. Yeah, Clippers is interesting. I think I can see the Clippers. Cuff said the Lakers. Uh, that's the only team that would anger me that he signed with. <laughs> that's what Jeff Lowe said. I was like, I want it to happen now because it would piss off the uh, Cavs and the Celtics fans. Yeah, no, it sure would. Like, if he signs with the Knicks, I'm not going to be – like, I'll be upset that we lost him, but I won't be, like, angry – like, personally angry at him. If he right. signs with the Lakers, like, you just can't do that. Like, I will be personally angry at you. That's, uh, that's kind of what I want now. They can't even sign a coach, so I'm not too worried about the Lakers right no, now. But here's the thing. Uh, I think that was part of it. That honestly Maybe. made me because I think it was like Kyrie somehow got words like I'm not trying to run this exactly back like we don't need Ty Lue here. That's why because Ty Lue he, he yeah, wanted baby. five years they were giving him three. The Lakers are in no position to haggle, so I was like that feels like, a, <laughs> like that just feels like a, a weak excuse to me honestly because they'll like they'll fire a coach in a heartbeat. What does three to five right. years mean to them? So right. I, it feels like a yeah Kyrie that makes was, me nervous. Yes, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that's where I was like, huh. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, we'll we'll get. I, I, it is really that Monty Williams was like, you know what? I'll go with the Suns. Yeah, so I mean, that, like I said, the only thing that would infuriate me would be the Lakers, and now you have me thinking it's more realistic than I did before we started talking. Oh yeah, no, uh, I'm trying to think the t- Mavericks. Maybe. I think it'd be really fun to watch. I don't know how many games it would win. I mean, if they got like Zion, Kyrie, and Doncic, and they've got um, Batman, Porzingis, they do have the Batman. That's true. 
Um, yeah, no, I do think the Celtics, because that's the thing. Like, I do think now this is their punch in the mouth. We talked about it for the Bucks. Like, they were riding high off losing last year, and they were like, oh, we got this. We're fine. We're good. Now that's like, no, they're not good. Like, the Bucks, <laughs> right. the, Bucks, the Bucks got better. They added pieces. Like, the Raptors got better. They added pieces. Really Changed got their better. coach. Mm. Right. Uh, so I do think this will cauterize whoever survives this summer. Uh, I hope Ainge isn't super, isn't super overreactionary. I hope he's okay because this team was so bad they literally gave him a heart attack. I couldn't believe uh, they almost gave me a bellyache. <laughs> it was it was last night's game was the proper amount of infuriating for a season to end on because they 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 got down big immediately so it was like all right fine this game's over then they like tie it I think they even took a lead for I think it was forty nine forty eight for a second uh, and then they like hung around like down by like four or five. And then once the Bucks got to 15 in the third quarter, it's like, all right, that's this. That's that. Yeah, now I've got my vacation back. So I'm glad they didn't uh, stick around until the fourth. That would have infuriated me because I didn't want to lose in Boston either. And then if you end up winning those two games, I don't want to win in a game seven because now you made me believe again like assholes. So they <laughs> lost game, game five, which I appreciated. Just go out. Uh, I didn't think they went out as soft as they had in the previous three losses, but there was one possession uh, I think it was yeah, it was late in the third, like like the last two minutes of the third, where the Bucks got five offensive rebounds and it ended oh, with George yeah. <laughs> shooting free throws. Yeah, they were just flailing out there. I was furious. Yeah. That was the one. That was the only time last night I was truly furious. <laughs> I remember that that shit was funny. Boy, oh boy. did not care for it. What a good game. So, yeah, I'm hoping Angels and Super Reactionary basically brings back the same team. I hope Hayward has a strong offseason, comes back looking like a better guy. Um, what if I don't think – go ahead. I was going to say, what if Horford opts out? Uh, it's a problem. <laughs> like, there's – like, well, one thing people aren't talking about, like, everyone wants Kyrie gone. Great. Good for them. If Horford also just leaves, now you're losing two All-Stars. Uh, yeah, now, nah, Horford leaves, y'all are fucked. Which is a problem. I would, problem. yeah. I'd take one of them four first rounders to get off Hayward and just start over, duh. Right. <laughs> Honest no, to God. there's 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 a chance like there's that way it all fucks up. There's another one where Horford like stays or they renegotiate or something. Uh, Kyrie signs like a two plus one. They trade for Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis leaves. Then Horford leaves. Then Kyrie leaves. And now you have none of it. You don't have Jalen. You don't have you don't have fucking uh, Tatum. You've, you don't have any of it. Like, that's yeah, I want certain. that one. I don't. That's not the one I want. I know that surprises you, but it's not the one I want. And I oh, think yeah. it's very realistic. Man, I just, that, like, it's, Horford, it's just going to be in his best interest to opt out. And I do think he'll do it to, like, give them first crack at it. But right, he's, what is he, 33, 34? I think he's 34. I think he's 32 uh, going on 33. Yeah, he turns 33 this summer. Right. That's a a lot of mileage for 33, feels like. No, it is. And he, I mean, he had a great game one. He was all right. Like, he wasn't bad the rest of the games by any stretch, but he wasn't. uh, I think it was Jay King put it perfectly last night, the Celtics beat writer for the Athletic. He said last year, Horford's. Not his value, but his extra value came from being a well above average three point shooter. And this year he was just an average three point shooter. And there mm. were a lot of times where 
they threw it to him and he was just a little long. He was he was like trying to take pull up threes this year. Like he's really good when he sets his feet. So he's trying to add more things, but it made him go from above average to average, and that's six points a game. Right. You know what I mean? That's that adds up. And there were points where right, we could stop a run with this. Like it just changes momentum and stuff. So I think they they unfairly put a lot of tax on Gordon Hayward. And, oh, not Gordon Hayward. Uh, Al Horford and. Uh, moving forward, you have to think about like I, I want him around still because I think he's a winning player. I think he's a really good player. He does a lot, but I do think moving forward, especially in the regular season, they're going to have to really watch how they use him. So I think that's a th- I, I feel like the most realistic, honestly, is they Kyrie Horford both opt out for longer term deals, and it I feel like that, like that's just your team. I'm fine with that. Like, uh, but the thing it's. Like you're paying for the next four Kyrie or yeah Kyrie's knees, you're paying for what thirty three to thirty like seven of Horford. Yep. And I'm looking at like his like, like the thing that he took more threes like from playoffs last year, really the last two years since he's been in Boston, and his field goal percentage just went from fifty five to forty two. His free throws cut in half, which makes like Kyrie's back, so some of that makes sense. But right. it, it I do wonder if it's like. Uh, boy. Like he's so smart, he'll always be useful and valuable. But if in two years you're paying, you're like, boy, we got two more years of paying thirty five million to Al Horford. Like we just got off Hayward, Kyrie. Like he's fine. He beat the knee shit, but that's that's two thirds of our cap right there. And it's time no, to pay the sure. young guys. For sure. And the Celtics, like every other ownership group in the world, have said that they would. Uh, gladly pay the luxury tax. It's very easy to say when you're not currently paying the luxury tax. Um, right. So I and I do think there's a path to the East becoming easier than it was this year. Like Kawhi leaving Toronto is not crazy thought to have. I don't think he's going to. I, I do think they have as good a shot as anyone to keep him. But him leaving isn't that crazy. Right. And. Like, if Middleton leaves the Bucks, of course they still have Giannis, but, I mean, Middleton is the one who murders us with an axe every time we play. Not that Giannis doesn't. I was going to say, I thought, was he burning the house down or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's, yeah, he's out back making sure no one else can escape. Mm. Um, but Middleton is hugely important to what they do. Right. Uh, so, if, and I, like, I don't think the Lakers are going to land all these people they want to land. I don't think the Knicks are going to land all these people they want to land. And there's going to just be a lot of teams out there, like, yeah, no, we'll sign you. Like, can, if Brooklyn signs Kawhi, that replaces one of these teams, obviously. But yeah. if they both go west, which they may, Butler. all of a sudden, yeah, to, exactly. I, I knew there was another team. If Philly, whatever they do uh, on radio today, Big Cat was talking about trading Ben Simmons. I guess that's a take people have right now. Um, I, and yeah, I want to talk some Ben Simmons. We will. We will. I'm just trying to wrap up yeah. the Celtics here because I know people want to hear me bitch and moan. Uh, and you make fun of me. So yeah. we're just trying to give the people what they want. Um, if, like, Philly doesn't bring back Tobias or Jimmy or they lose both somehow, like, all of a sudden, like, the Celtics are right there in the driver's seat just doing nothing. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, it's like last year pretty much, like, LeBron left and it was like, oh, like, teams had a scramble. But if it's like, okay, like, we – like just go into the summer like regardless because you were what four or five seed this year four four yeah so if it's like okay like we're shit could change we could be the one next year with things that have nothing to do with us but we we just got to worry about what does like i think you do bring back horford Kyrie, all that but it 
It is a risk. I I just look at Chris Paul, man. Like definitely. I think it's the risk I'm worth betting on, though, because I just think like uh, like if if like if Horford and Kyrie just leave, which they can, and then Terry also leaves, it's like I don't really AC. know. Right. It's like I like I like Jalen and and Tatum moving forward, but. It like I and obviously they would have to sign someone. I don't know who they'd sign, uh, but they would be as good probably as those other two guys. So Gordon Hayward. <laughs> yeah, I think a whole off season, everyone just like being apart from each other for a while, coming back, being like, all right, let's just fucking play basketball. Like I'm okay. Like I, I I'm not happy they lost this year by any stretch. But I also don't see, like, the world on fire future if everyone just comes back. No, because, again, like we've talked about it before, there's value in just, like, again, running it back. Right. Like, you run it back for, now, again, it can turn into the Clippers, where maybe you run it back a year or two, many. For sure. But, again, like, the Raptors ran it back and ran it back and ran it back, and then Kawhi Leonard happened to be available. <laughs> right. So it's like that's what happened. So yeah, definitely. If if everybody's willing, right, and if they're willing, to, like opt out. And I don't know if they need to have like a, a team discussion or whatever, or if Kyrie and Horford need like whatever needs to be done. But yeah, I'd be fine running it back. Yeah, I mean that's it. Sucks losing. Losing's never fun. Uh, it's all I've ever seen with this goddamn team. Sands one year, mm-hmm. um, but. It's almost like a relief that this season's over, and I do think a lot of problems go away with Kyrie being like, "Yeah, I just signed my four-year, hundred and seventy million dollar, whatever the fuck extension." Uh, but the very it turns it to Anthony Davis. It really just pushes. It gets it off him, but it, then it turns it to okay. What are you, are you going to trade Tatum for Anthony Davis? Are you going to right that as well? Because if if all of a sudden like AD's just on the Lakers or something, or we do trade for him, it's like all right, well now all that's done and over with. Like you can't ask questions about that moving forward. It's already happened. So uh, if Kyrie signs, do you? Because I've seen some, I get I don't know, like Celtics writers or Celtics fans. It's like if Kyrie signs, then you have to go all in for AD, like go all in or all out. Because it was like trying to play both sides is kind of what made this season in the way it did. Yeah, I, I agree. It has to be one or the other. I still lean all out. Um, <laughs> right. And, like I still think Anthony Davis is really fucking good. Sure. Um, Strong take. But. Yeah, um, I would rather just run it back with these guys. If, if there's another school of thought, if the only way Kyrie will resign is if they go get AD, I think it's definitely something you need to sit and be like, all right, well, is this what are, we want our future to be? And w- is that going to make AD also resign? And if that's the case, yeah. I think you have you have to do it at that point. But that case is like, I, th- if, I feel like if you if you get that, it's like the Pelicans like we got him over, we got him by the balls. Probably. Like in that case, it's like, I, I mean, can you overpay for Anthony Davis? Probably not, like one for no. one. But it is, I think, it again, it comes down to value. Like, we keep seeing if Kawhi is going for 50 cents, right? and Anthony Davis is going for 80 cents, then what even is money? Hmm. It's, good. it's a good question. Makes it's a question sense. on everyone's mind today. Mm-hmm. All right, who's next? Uh, looking for our ads. Now, many of our, our good, close, personal friends, of course. Who is it today? 
Oh, I thought you had it. Hold on. No, I was looking for it. Let's see. Oh, of course. Hmm? It's our pals at SeatGeek. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Buying tickets can be complicated and confusing, yeah, can. but there's a simpler way to buy. With SeatGeek. That's right. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to every type of live event, whether you're catching your favorite musician on tour, shopping for the perfect gift, or searching for a last-minute deal to see your favorite team. I have a special $0 promo code for Celtics fans because we don't have any more games. Uh, um, no, but seriously, the baby and 21 are going on tour. I need the, the promo code. They sure are. <laughs> what a lineup. I don't even know who else is there. don't really care. There's a third. I, I didn't recognize the name, but you're right. It does not matter when, when those two are there. Uh, also, wildly different acts. Like I feel like baby doesn't breathe ever. He's just yelling for the entirety of it, and then 21's very laid back. That's why it works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. Nothing beats being there in person for the biggest plays of the year. And SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. I like the sound of that. Mm-hmm. I have the SeatGeek app on my phone, and it's Same. by far. God damn, what's happening? And it's by far the easiest way I've found to shop for tickets. I can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, I can instantly find seats. I actually just use SeatGeek to buy tickets for the uh, <laughs> baby in 21. I will be soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a must-see show of the millennium, I would argue. I will not See- not argue that. <laughs> SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket buying experience easier than ever. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals on every type of ticket, from sports to concerts to comedy and theater. Best of all, my listeners, Tyler's listeners too, hmm? get $10 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Oh, Just yeah, download yeah. the SeatGeek application and enter promo code TAPE today. That's promo code T-A-P-E for $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. I'm trying to think of my fake name so I can get that $10 off. I know yeah. I already used it for my account. Correct. But yeah. No. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Durant hurt. Dead per Reggie Miller. <laughs> Thought he'd cry. Yeah, I, I did too. Uh, I mean, I I, I thought I was going to bar- cry. I was barely watching that game because I was just mourning. Sure. Um, but yeah, no, and so that's the other part of it. Like I, that like I was saying before, the Celtics loss only gets worse if like the Warriors lose to the Rockets or if the Bucks, oh, yeah. or, like if the Seventy Sixers advance. Like it can, oh, it can get better by the Bucks making it to the finals. Then it's not because everyone keeps focusing on the second round versus third round. Like I don't really care. We lost to a better team this year than we lost right. to last year. Like that, I was way more angry last year because I thought we blew a chance to go to the finals this year. I picked the Bucks before the playoffs started to make the finals. Like I, they were really fucking good. Back to the Warriors. <laughs> Clay had his game. He had been bad for a while. He had his game. The Rockets have to be kicking themselves for losing a game where Kevin Durant didn't even finish it. Yeah, and not like they, like were getting whooped, and it was. I think they were still down when Durant got hurt, but it was like single digits. Like it was, it wasn't twenty. They weren't getting waxed anymore. Right. So for. Yeah, is there any word on if Durant's playing? I believe per Stephen Che via mm. Steve Kerr, mm. uh, he's already out for Game Six. Let's see. Yep, he is ruled out for. Oh boy, if he's out like Chris Paul was last year, that would 
suck. I don't think the Warriors are in that bad a, bad a position, honestly. I won't say that, but it just goes back to like their margin for error. And again, right. if Steph is just, I don't know, he hasn't been like I know the numbers look the same, but I don't know, he just doesn't like lately. He's another one. It's like I he doesn't doesn't feel like he has this many cold quote unquote cold games in a row for him. Like he hasn't shot yeah. over thirty percent from three in this series yet. Five games in. Yeah, and I mean he had twenty five last night, so that looks great, but it was on twenty three shots. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah, and the, the game before I thought like he had thirty. Uh it took him twenty five shots though. And it's like he doesn't get to the free throw line, so he's got to like three for ten from three, three for thirteen, two for nine, four for fourteen, three for eleven. And now it's gonna be like they just don't have to worry about Durant. If they just go, okay, Clay, you can score sixty. Draymond, we'll let you shoot every single time. Steph, you're not getting the shot off. Right. Can they win two games like that? That I don't know. I don't think there's a chance Kevin Durant, if it goes seven, I don't think he sits game seven, even if he shouldn't be playing. I just don't see him sitting in that game. Mm. Um, according, again, per Stephen Jay. Sure. Uh, a calf strain, if that's what it actually is, is seven to ten days for the average NBA player. So mm. uh, game seven would be Sunday, so about three days of – so half as much time on, on the, the – if everything goes well, yeah, side see that, of it. That also, to me, feels like a, if I'm Durant, I might like I, I know he's a real hooper, uh, trademark. <laughs> but it's like, okay, like I I thought that was a lot worse than it was, and I'm about to hit free agency. Like I just maybe I don't want to, like not even saying that it, it, he tears or anything, but maybe he's like I don't want to rush it back for game seven. Like if y'all make it, I'll be ready for the finals, my seven to ten days. But I don't, I don't know. And even well, like, if, he, if he plays and they just go at him, like. No, for sure. Uh, but I do think for the Warriors, like, even if he's not 100%, him just being on the court offensively is. They don't like, like him, yeah. though. Are they going to pass it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the Rockets have to guard him because even like a very hobbled Kevin Durant wide open from three is going to yeah. hit it. Like, no, Durant actually did. Uh, no, it was the Achilles. He still scored 27 in game seven. He's fine. I don't know. Uh... Uh, here's the other part of it. Let's say the Warriors win in six without Durant. Do they? Could they like win the Western Conference Finals without him? I think they could. I think they could. They don't want to, of course. Yeah, again, um, again, because it's one of those. What are the? I don't know. I honestly don't know because I feel like Portland has played them historically well, and if Portland gets there. And Dame is like, like you don't have your, you don't have Durant this time, but like it's just me and you. And Denver, on the other hand, I like Denver when they played a big game this season. The Warriors always waxed Denver, correct? But that was with Durant, and I want at least one was with Boogie. Yeah, and for sure. It was I feel the like last no Boogie. Yeah, Boogie was like standing, like staring for Jokic. <laughs> yeah, and it was like no Boogie. Like this is a different. T- like Sean Livingston's not playing well. No, so it's like they're. It just it makes their margin that much thinner. Denver might I think Denver give them a really good series because if they just go out there and just tell Gary Harris like just don't do not let him get a shot. We'll right. let Clay score sixty. He'll because he'll have to do it for seven games. We'll let Draymond score forty because he'll have to do it for seven games. But Gary Harris and 
like Monte Morris, uh, what's Broken Fate, uh, Tory Craig, like your entire, <laughs> yeah, Malik Beasley, like I could think of his name. All these guys, like, yeah, do not let him, like, arms up at all times. Like, don't foul, don't get stupid, but he's not getting a clean look off because they can't beat us otherwise. Yeah, I mean, it, it certainly makes things much more difficult. Uh, there's no arguing that. I just don't know. Uh, it, I think it just speaks to how highly I think of the the three that they've had plus Iguodala. Um, For sure. Just and being, I, Draymond's playing great. I think he's yeah playing better than Steph. Wow. What I will say is they would get mopped up by the Bucks or the Raptors if Durant's not there. So they do need him for the finals. I just think they can yeah. get there. Like, I wouldn't – I would be – I would – you have to play them in game seven of this series. But if it doesn't go, like if they just win game six, which I think they're capable of, mm-hmm. uh, if they win game six, I might not be like, yeah, we need Kevin Durant for game one. Like I might be like, let's see. Like I would, it would have to be 0-2 before I'm like, all right, now I don't care what your hamstrings like. You have to play. No, even the, like I, I, I don't feel like I would force it for game seven. If I can win game six, I can win game seven, right? So I, that's where it's like we really want you. Our whole goal is the finals. And I know, like, if yeah. we don't get there, it doesn't matter. But it's like, if we can, if we know, like, if it really is just seven to ten days, and it's like, oh, no, like, with the extra time between the final, like, he'll, he'll be fine. Then I, I just, I'd let him, I'd let him call it. He's been hurt enough. He's came back from enough injuries. He, I think he knows his body. He clearly knows the stakes. If he, whenever he's ready to play, we're ready to play with you. But, like, they're, like, Steph played 44 minutes this last game. And that was, let's see, how many did Durant play? 20, what? No, Durant played 32. So now he's going to have to play another 44 minutes because they're one body down. All this, pre- all the defensive pressure is going to be on him. Like, I thought Looney played really well, but he's just not a, he's not going to make up those points. No, he sure won't. But like, you're right. He hasn't yeah. been playing well. He's, I thought he was like a hell of a playoffs, but like Livingston last night, 14 point or 14 minutes, one of two. So they're going to have to get something like a Yurebko McKinney. And I think that's where if it's like, okay, when Steph is out, our bench can just blitz theirs. I think that's where they're in trouble. Cause like the nuggets, like nuggets have a good bench. The blazers, if Rodney Hood is going to keep being like high school, Rodney hood, I guess off the bench, then I don't know. But I do think they could make it, but yeah, they want no part of the bucks. I don't even know if no, they want it with I've, like even with Durant because if he's hobbled in any way, and it's just like he's hobbled enough to where Giannis is the best. And again, hey Bledsoe, George Hill, Steph's not getting a clean look. I don't know. It's just I don't. Know. They they can't ha- they just can't have anything else. And I know I've been saying that for three. No, weeks, they could. I, but yeah, it, have, but, but it's <laughs> I really mean it this time, guys. It's right. No, yeah, it's right. It's <laughs> very correct. But. Uh, yeah, now just watching, like I was watching it and I saw him do the look back. And once he did the look back after, like, never ju- good. Yeah, I just remember from every, like Kobe, Boogie, I think Rudy Gay, like everybody's like, yeah, it feels like you got kicked. And the way he was walking, I was like, ah, oh, boy. Yeah, the one, like Rudy Gay, uh, according to Roan, uh, these are all my sources these days. Uh, according Roan's to Roan. only ever been my source. Mm hmm. He was saying Rudy Gay tweeted out like, no, nah, that wasn't Achilles, like just the way he reacted. So I'm hoping mm. someone who has dealt with it was just like, oh, no, nah, he would have 
had a different, like a slightly different reaction. But yeah, no, him looking, him looking back, I agree, didn't look great. And it was non non contacts, the fucking worst. Yeah. Uh, But I, I don't, I think they. I mean, the Rockets really fumbled it. That's really all this comes down to. Big time. Yeah. They're up 3-2 right now without yeah. Durant. This, They're up 3 the and open. it's like, yeah, like James Harden, Chris Paul. You've got one game. Like, this is basically last year, but the tables have turned. Right. If you ever wanted to get your revenge. And it's like, I, I'm not sure what number. Like, I don't think Chris Paul is the Rockets' second best player right now. I think that's a problem. Oh. No, I mean Chris Paul's been. Hey, who would you, I mean, who'd you say second? It's probably Eric Gordon, right? I'm thinking he. Or I could. I'm thinking Tucker, just because he just does yeah. so much defense, like everything included. Because like if like if Eric Gordon didn't play, it would stink. But like between Shumpert, Rivers, Gerald Green, it's like we can cobble together some of that. If Tucker doesn't play, and like they just can't play Capella, which he had a good game, but. For the most of this series, like PJ Tucker played forty five minutes. I think if he's out there, fucked. Yeah. So for yeah, that, I, I mean, think it's... he's second. I think Gordon's a close third for what because he can create a shot. And Chris Paul has been stink offensively stinking. Our boy uh, Trig uh, texted me last night during the game, and he said uh, <laughs> PJ Tucker is the third best player on the floor, and possibly the second best now that KD is limping. <laughs> Listen, I don't hate it, man. <laughs> like, again, that guy's playing 45 minutes a game. He's hitting, like, three or four threes a game and playing a good bit of center. And, like, they're not, like, just bleeding points. So, I don't hate it. Now, again, that's a bad sign when you're paying. Chris Paul's getting, like, 38 mil or something stupid like that. Yeah. But he's, I don't know, offensively he just hasn't. Like, he was 3 for 14 last night, 0 for 6. He hits any one of those. This like It just it was a five-point game. It changes how it right. goes down the stretch. And I don't know if he – like, he's played a lot of minutes. He hasn't been hurt. Maybe that's part of it. It's like, I'm, I haven't been hurt, but I'm, I'm wearing down. Like, 3 for 14 last game, 4 for 11 the game before that, 6 for 14 game two. Hey, listen, I'm fine with Chris Paul stinking it up. That's the only thing bringing me solace in this world right now. But even if you just want the funniest thing for Chris Paul, what's the funniest that him, like, not even getting past the Warriors without KD or finally getting past them? And then, like, Dame Lillard just just runs circles around. (laughs) Like, Jamal Murray's just toying with the old man at this point. But, like, he made the conference finals last year, so, like, I don't even have the CP third round. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So what's just, you got to go for pure hatred. What's just a funnier scenario? Yeah, I think him losing to a a Durant-less, especially (laughs) after last year, like, they had all the, oh, well, Chris Paul was hurt excuse. Like, he's fine. He's just bad. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So I think it's funnier with him just going out, like, terribly. Uh, See, I don't know. It would be, it's like, wow. Warriors, great dynasty. Had they in the Rockets? Rockets knocked them off in the second round. Second round? What? How good was this Rockets <laughs> team? Oh no, Nuggets rolled them in five. The next, <laughs> the next round, and then they got rolled in five by the Bucks. It was by wild. the Bucks. Yeah, yeah. Giannis yeah, Chris Paul lost to the title. The, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, Chris Paul. Uh, the Nug- Anyone but the Warriors making the finals, I'm going to be sick for months. Months. Oh, boy. Absolutely. Not that I think we would beat, like, the Nuggets are better than us, too. But right. the fact that it's not the Warriors, I'm sick. Yeah, no, that's a, like the league was ruined, and now it's like, wait a minute, maybe, yeah. maybe it's not. Listen, for all the, the league is ruined people who are undoubtedly going to post fucking ratings if we get Bucks Nuggets finals that draw like a two <laughs> on the Nielsen, like no one's going to, no, only us and KD, us real hoopers are going to be watching that because like the national appeal, if David Stern were still alive and running things, we would have absolutely been handed on, on a platter Celtic Sixers. They wouldn't have been, they wouldn't have mattered. Kawhi would have been, been like Lakers, banned Clippers from the first league. round. Like, Correct. They, 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 that doesn't make sense. I don't care. They're the two and the seven now, damn it. We've adopted uh, hockey's uh, the play. Have you looked at how hockey does the playoffs? No, they like reseed, don't they? Not only do they reseed, but in the first round, no matter what, you play someone from your division. It doesn't matter if you're the one and two seed, but if you're the only two teams that made it from your division, from what I've been uh, explained, you're going to play in the first round. I don't like that. No, no one does. I like, <laughs> like the hockey re- fans. I, yeah. hockey I like fans the receding like a lot. Yeah, no, I don't like that at all, but I really like receding. It, it doesn't make any sense what they're doing over there in the hockey world. No, that's chaos. It is. Because I was like, I was trying to figure out, it's like, we play Toronto a lot in the playoffs. It's like, yeah, we're in the same division. I'm like, all right, so? And it's just like, no, well, but this is why. And I was like, does... Do you guys like even like that? They're like, no, everyone hates it. We don't understand why it happened. No, yeah, that's yeah, that's like okay, all right, National League, we're adding DH, but he he can't uh, he can't hit over two hundred though. That's the rule. <laughs> Adam Dunn's like my time to shine. Yeah, he's like I'm back. <laughs> but, but, so you think so? You think Golden State closes it out in six? No. I don't. So you think uh, I hope. I you hope think they win an eight. Them. God damn. Yeah. No. I... <laughs> Kyrie kept saying last night that the Celtics were down one four, which is true. But like, Very I think true. he might think there were more games. Yeah, he's like, this ain't best of nine. <laughs> he was like, like, yeah, when I played with LeBron, we just we always played till uh, Father's Day. That's when I knew to, when to stop. Like, <laughs> when yeah, it got hot outside, hurt. yeah. This year, I don't, I don't get it. We're not playing the last two. So like, yeah, we we won the series three games to four. What's what's yeah, the beef? Happy Fourth of July, everybody. Like Kyrie, it's not <laughs> Memorial Day yet. What? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, just the phrasing of that was great. Like, yeah, I've never been down one four before. It's like, yeah, no, yeah, no one has. The series just out, ends then. Mm-hmm. You're not technically down anymore. Uh, six, but yeah, six is in Houston, right? Yes. So, yeah. So you think they? You think Houston wins six? I actually really like. I genuinely don't know because I can see the Warriors like, like I don't think the the Rockets are capable of being blown out, but I mm. could see the Warriors blowing like like being by like twelve, just like Clay Thompson and and Green being like, yeah, we can do it without KD. Watch, like I could see this being like a big time prove it game for them. I think if they get that close, you will see. I think you'll see Chris Paul do the dirtiest foul you've ever seen. <laughs> Steph Curry. Are you kidding? Like, if it's coming down to it, like game six is slipping away, and like, he's like, hey, leave him open. Like, I got. He just, he just takes the flagrant two, 
But he's like, guys, like me for him, that's a win for us. Like we got this <laughs> game set up. That- the head of the players association. Yeah, just out. <laughs> we talked to Scott about why he had to disbar Chris Paul from the NBA. <laughs> just, just remarkable. But absolutely if, if he, remarkable. If he gets that close, if his shot ain't falling, listen, he'll he'll bite him. He'll bite Clay Thompson midair. Uh, did you see the play last night where like Steph Curry just like unintentionally knocked him out? Paul, oh yeah, <laughs> it was like they thought he was flopping. He was like, oh no, he actually he actually took one. Yeah, and it was clear accident, but it was very funny. I appreciated that. Uh, I do like I don't I don't know what it is. It's like I don't hate the Rockets. I don't dislike them or Maury, but it is just kind of funny to see them lose. I don't know why. I don't like, and I felt this way before Chris Paul. I don't know what I don't know if it's like the like they led the numbers thing. Even if they were right, like they read it to the T. Uh huh. I don't know, but no, I agree with you. There's something like not even just me because I don't like I don't necessarily hate him. I just feel like in general people are like I think it's like hardened style of play. I think that plays into like Chris Paul whining more. I, maybe it's all of it, but. I feel like there's no, because even like, before fuck with the rug. even before Chris Paul got there, I feel like people shared this sentiment. No, I agree, and this is like Harden was getting to the line, but it was nothing like now. But right, but yeah, like they it's like they're playing math, not basketball. But I do think it'd be yep. really if they knocked off the Warriors and then Portland, Portland, <laughs> Portland just knocks them in six. <laughs> Dame sends them home again to go to the finals. I'd yeah, I'd never stop laughing. It'd be pretty good, and then yeah, the Bucks just run through through the place. Bucks in four, like that. Yeah, it wouldn't be close. Wouldn't be close at all. And it's just like, ah, uh, oh boy, just like you that. know. Why I think we all hate the Rockets. Why is that? I genuinely believe it. Like, is partly because of those. Huh? No, I, I when you responded like that, I could see why you would think <laughs> that. But uh, this ad for one eight hundred flowers is not a thing I hate. Um, mm, not at all. I I think it's the T Mac Yao era jerseys that went out like a like a evil villain's cape, uh, mm. like four feet off each shoulder. And like uh, I think double that's breasted it. joints. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Mister Bighead shoulders. Yeah, like those were <laughs> those Darren Williams. Uh, the running back ass, pass. Yeah, reverse triangle Johnny Bravo ass jerseys. <laughs> I think all of them, like aesthetically, like now their style of their style of play is those jerseys, like put into basketball. Like they're just aesthetically unpleasing. Man, them things used to run down to your kneecaps. <laughs> it was, <laughs> like it was basically a rain poncho, is what they were playing yeah. without the. I think it was preposterous. No one in the history of the NBA has had shoulders wide enough for those to like stay on the shoulder. That's why T Mac used to always get hurt, man. Couldn't keep yeah. couldn't keep the damn fabric up on up on his shoulder. Right. He went from those those clean magic jerseys that that hugged the clavicles as they're supposed to, and then he was like, What what am I wearing? What is, is this a Houston Oilers jersey? What's happening here? Man, oh man. Cause people are I, don't, I think the biggest reason that it might just be Chris Paul, which I'm fine with that too. For sure, yeah. But it's, it's a it's a accumulation of things. Man, if they if they had, um, 
Patrick Beverly, Lou Will, and Montrezl Harrell. What what would this series look like right now? Are the, are the Rockets just in the next round already? Oh, boy. Pat Bev, uh, he's still on NBA on TNT. He's just waiting for who he's going to play next round. <laughs> he got his haircut and everything. Uh, I don't think he has his haircut if he's still playing. <laughs> he hadn't bathed yet. He's like, I wait for the last. Uh, I wait for the end of the year. I take my summer bath and then uh, oh, I get in the oh, fall boy. right before the season starts. Instead, see, and honestly, like this. Like, this is the, but okay, yeah, if he wants to play, of course you give him four or five years, whatever, and it's like, oh, boy. Because if it goes south, it goes south quick. And it's not even yeah, like Chris Paul is going to be a bad player. If he's on the court, he'll provide value. But it's just like, if they just had $40 million to play with, oh, boy. Like they just found, like, they Shumpert. They'd probably get Kyrie. Well, it's like, yeah, they found Shumpert, Gerald Green, Fareed. They found, like... Three of their like top ten they just found. So you're giving them forty million to play with, knowing they can still find eight, nine, and ten. Right. Or if they got like Middleton, if they right, just yeah. if they if they took Chris Paul out that team and put Chris Middleton on, they're horrifying. Dude, if they're just like, nah, we're just signing Malcolm Brogdon to the max. <laughs> we'd rather like we'd rather pay him twenty five million than Chris Paul thirty five million. Oh, easily. Easily. But mm. who's next? Denver, Denver, uh, yeah, Denver, Portland is. We'll talk about that next week because that's just been a very fun series. I don't know who's going to win. Might end tonight, for all we know. I still think we're going seven. I still, I think, we'll, I, I think we're going chalk. I think everybody's winning home. I know before this, it. yeah, before this last game, after the four, they were tied two two, and I think Denver was a plus four. Right. So it's like these. Boy, Jamal looks good, though. He does. Very, very proud. Yes, I am. But, yeah, it's been a fun series. I, I don't I don't really have any takeaways or things to add. Yeah. yeah. Ever, ever since we just said to punt his contract, he's just been like, fuck you. <laughs> I thought he was contract to punt. Dame been kind of, I won't say skating because people are talking about it, but he's not, he's not having the kind of series he was. No, no, he they sure need isn't. him to have. I'll say, because he's yeah, but he's shooting twenty four percent from from three. I, I mean, all this time we've been talking about guard defense. Maybe guard offense doesn't matter either. I think that's the Kyrie argument. I think the way right. people feel about guard—that's my guard offense. Because it's like, yes, Kyrie is better at that. But if I just distribute those shots enough elsewhere, I'll make up the difference. Yeah, listen, as a Rondo disciple, you're not going to find much of an argument from me. It's like, if if I needed a point guard this summer, I swear I would sign Patrick Beverly to whatever he needs to sign. Like, whatever. If I'm the Suns, he's who I want. Yeah, over, like, Kemba. Yeah, honest to God. And Kemba's clearly a better player. Not about right. that. But it's about, like, I just know Patrick Beverly doesn't want to shoot, and if he doesn't shoot at all, he could still have a hell of an impact on a game. That's what I want. Oh, yeah. Yeah, at the very least, he's going to get, like, thrown out and have, like, the fans something to talk about. Fine with that. Right. Or yeah, no, I mean, it, point guards are running backs now. Wow. I I mean, that's the thing. It's like Jamal is kind of there. I think it's going to depend on what level he turns it because he – I mean, he might – he's still so young. Like, he might hit a Kyrie or Dame level. Like, again, Dame's 28. I think Jamal's 22. Sounds right. Or something like that. So, but I, does he become that kind of guard? Does he become an off guard? Does it matter? Like, can he end up doing both? 
Um, right. Like, can he be, like I was saying, they need like a consistent second score. Maybe he can be that. Maybe he can be a consistent first score. Again, like he's just so young. We just don't know. I think he's the best player ever. That's just me. <laughs> just just we're this right man's opinion. Yeah. 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 We're ready to call him. We get it. Yeah. He turned 22 this year. So he's already had his birthday. Mm, a little long on the tooth. The teeth are very long. He's five years younger than Buddy Hill. <laughs> who was picked, I think, directly after him? No, directly before him. Excuse me. <laughs> Make sure I have this right. Buddy Hill gets, like, we all get older by the minute. That's just how time works. He gets much older by the minute. Like, every time he gets compared, to this, it's like, did you know he's 12 years older than Luka Doncic? Like, that can't be true. You're like, oh, it's true. Wow. Like, wow. Uh, he's still on rookie deal, man. That's crazy. Yeah. That's yeah, Buddy Hill was the pick directly before. Yeah, the six pick, right? Jamal, yep, the six to. Or the five pick. No, no, he was the six to Jamal seven. And Buddy Hill was born in 1992. Jamal Murray was born in 1997. Let me just say this. I, I'm i old as fuck. I was in school with people born in 1992. So that's how I know Buddy Hill is old as fuck. Buddy, to be fair, Buddy Hill at the time of the draft was born in 1993. Much better. It's December <laughs> too, so it was almost like 1994, dog. It might as well. He could have just lied. I, he should. I don't know why he stopped lying. I think it's just he's just too honest. He is. He's an honest fella. Uh, I bet he treats his mother very well on Mother's Day. Oh, of course. Of course. And a lot of people. Yeah. No. I mean, that's the Bahamian way. Yes. And for a few weeks now, we've been talking about Mother's Day. It's really all this show's become. It's just yeah. mother. This is Mother's Day tape. I'm fine with uh, a Mother's Day shill uh, vessel. <laughs> uh, it's just days away now, though. Uh, so if people have been slacking, that's on you. That's not on us. We've been doing our part. Just like January. Yeah. Uh, 1-800-Flowers is here to help you pick out a gorgeous bouquet that will show her she's loved. Right now, when you order a dozen multicolored roses for only $29.99, 1-800-Flowers will give you another dozen plus a vase what? for free. Bromson and 12 to me. <laughs> <laughs> two different addresses for these. Yeah, I send them to myself in public at two different places. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Twelve golden roses for Withers. I'm like, hmm. Trill Withers. I said, I said, pick up my prescription. What the hell? <laughs> at Walgreens. Yeah, that's. <laughs> how do they know? <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll sign. <laughs> Then you're at you're at a movie or in hour one forty five of Endgame. <laughs> Suddenly the lights just cut on. Is there a, a T Withers here? Tom Withers stands up. They're like, no, no, Trill. He I sits slink down, down in dejected. my sink. I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> this gorgeous bouquet of two dozen roses <laughs> and a rainbow of colors is a perfect surprise. She's guaranteed to love. Roses are the perfect way to surprise all of the moms in your life. I'm talking about your well, wife. The me's in my life, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Your withers, uh, all of them. These breathtaking roses from One Hundred Flowers. I picked at their peak and shipped overnight to ensure freshness. A dozen multicolored roses for only twenty nine ninety nine. They throw in another dozen right in there, plus a vase for free. 
but you have to hurry because it expires today, Friday. Today's the last day you can do it. And honestly, if you're waiting longer than this, you're a bad son. Oh, yeah. Nah, come on. Uh, jump on that. Or daughter. Uh, order, jump in there. Give yeah. Yeah. It's true. To order a dozen multicolored roses plus an extra bouquet and a vase for just twenty nine ninety nine, go to one eight hundred flowers dot com. Click the radio icon, enter code Mick. That's one eight zero zero flowers dot com. Code M I C K. Hurry! This uh, fantastic offer ends today, so jump on it, fellas and ladies out there. I'm just at the dentist's office and they call my name and I stand up and they're like, "No, it's not your turn yet." Uh, but these are for you. I'm like, oh, is it delightful? You just became mush for some reason. Yeah, I just <laughs> mush has been. Oh, jeez, mush has been on radio the past two days. It's been the best days of my life. <laughs> yeah, no, mush is. Uh, he's an interesting fella. That's what, uh, what was the question? That how many? Uh, he's a big Home Depot guy. Okay. Ask him how many Home Depots there are in the entire country. He guessed 130. It's like 100. It's he was way wrong. And his math, he was like, "I thought you meant for all of New York." <laughs> uh, what are they like? 500? Uh, like thousand? I don't know. There's a lot of fucking Home Depots. Uh, yeah, Google saw me. Uh... <laughs> 2,286. Yeah, 1,000. And he was like, I don't know, buck 20. <laughs> to a state. Mm. Makes sense. Uh, there are 2,002 lows. Okay. And then uh, no one else is, is really sniffing sniffing these two. Mm. 2,286 depots. Wow. That's, That's a, a hefty amount. That's an author blank, man. Yeah, I forgot that was him. Lowe's is trying, though. They are. They hit the 2,000 mark. This is a thing I didn't realize I was going to be interested in. How many targets are there? Hmm, 1,844. Not as many as I anticipated. Yeah, it feels low. Feel like it'd be a whole heap of targets opening up. Not like Lowe's, but low. Mm. Ooh, there's still a 1,000 Best Buys clinging to life. Well, the only one, how many Walmarts are there? I'm guessing 10,000. Yeah, that's, uh, let's see, for some reason it's not one of these very clickable things on Google. Uh, there are 20 Lee Valley tools. Okay. <laughs> let's see, Walmart number of locations. This, for some reason, did not pop right up. <laughs> no All right, this is, yeah. I got the worldwide statistic you want to give that a guess the worldwide Walmart 50,000 it's, it's a shade under 12,000 okay. I mean those are in the states though 11 uh, let's see fuck Walmart I don't even want to know I don't care Walmart's a bad place it's yeah apparently it's too many because they refuse to say that so I think it's about half are in the United States that, I didn't know there was a big like, Walmart and uh Guam, <laughs> Indonesia Walmart really is is where I like to shop. The supermart. Yeah, they've got various types of WalMarts. Yeah, Walmart. I, I feel like with with certain, and this is probably a terrible idea for a show that runs off advertisements, but there are certain uh, 
like we've had the Coke Pepsi conversation a bunch. Like I just don't like Robbie Fox. I look at very differently for him being a Pepsi guy over Coke. Mm-hmm. And I feel that way with like Target versus Walmart. The Target's so expensive though. Like those aren't those aren't like minded. Like Coke and Pepsi cost the same. For sure. I mean, I don't feel like Target. Maybe it's just because I'm used to like New York and Boston prices. Like I. Well, to me, they just like I think that's part of it though. Like Target feels like a like a, a single step up. Nah, Target's expensive compared to Walmart. Target's expensive as shit. I don't. Know, I haven't been in a Walmart in at least a decade. So that, I, that's I, what I'm saying. It's listen. They got cheaper. So okay, <laughs> okay. I'm saying they can literally afford. They'll lose money to drive companies out of business. That's how well they're doing. It's like they have no Pretty problem good. just tanking months at a time until mom and pop goes under. So they're they're Gucci. That's it how they like. That's how low their prices are. Doesn't uh, Walmart have like two people on like the top like ten for richest people? Two, like, they got like ten. It's like Mrs. and Mr. Walmart. Like all, it's like eight kids, and like each one of the eight are in like the top fifteen. That's how much, right? Like that's how low those prices are. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, we're gonna f- we'll give away everything for free. We don't watch them. We don't care. Ain't coming out of my pocket. <laughs> God damn. I wonder how many McDonald's there are. No. I want to yell about Ben Simmons. All right. Well, you do that while I look up how many McDonald's there are. Is it you talking about worldwide or na- nation? Uh, I'd like the worldwide number. 40,000. Ooh, 36. Okay. Good guess, Tyler. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. You were, you were right there. That sounds... That's why I'm surprised. Well, no, nah, it makes it because you can put you can put McDonald's on a Walmart. Can't put a Walmart yep. on a McDonald's. No, sure can't. Not yet. Wait a minute. <laughs> Never mind. It's, it's not important. Yeah, we don't want to open that box. Ben Simmons, what's wrong? I've heard multiple people say it, and I think it might be true. Like, it's, what if he's just not a point guard? Mm. Like, that, that if, like, I think, I think it was Jonathan Charles from the Ringers, like, he's a center. Zach Lowe said multiple times, like, they should just use him like Draymond. And so it's like, I don't, like, it, it, it takes out the jump shot thing completely, which is his biggest wart. So it's like, I wonder, like, has he just been used to, the like they're just wrong this entire time. Does that ch- would that change how you feel if they were like we're just going to use him like a four or five next year? I do think it would be taking away a part of his game that we've seen succeed, not necessarily in the playoffs, but I do think like it's his second year, so maybe mm-hmm. let's. I do think it's an interesting thing. The to third think about year, yeah, Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> I think it's an interesting thing to think about long term. I just don't know if I'm there. Like, like I, I kind of look at the Sixers how I look at the Celtics right now. Like, I don't know if they should be scrambling to pull this ripcord on something that may just work given more time. Um, I know they wanted to, uh, GM Elton Brand wanted to win this year. As I'm saying, I'm that's sure why was, you don't you don't make. I would agree with you, but you don't make those trades they made this year to play the long game. But I like if they just bring everyone back, which I'm sure they're considering and probably should. Uh, like I don't, 
I don't think that's a terrible idea. You know what I mean? Like I think I think it can like be both. Like I don't think just because you bring everybody back doesn't mean you know change. You can change how you use Ben Simmons. No, for sure. And I we were talking about it on the yak. Like I we were talking about how he how, uh, like effective he is in the paint. And I, at the beginning of the when Jared Dudley said that thing, I remember I looked up all of his his in the paint numbers compared to the rest of the league and stuff, and he is very good up there. He's one of the best in the league, but mm-hmm. it's almost like maybe we're focusing on the wrong guy to fix his jump shot. Like what if Embiid just became a marginally better shooter? Doesn't that seem like an easier thing to have happen? No. Then <laughs> <laughs> you watch that guy fire three. No, <laughs> I agree. But like, he's already like, here's the thing. He's already at the step where he's taking them. Yeah. Simmons isn't even at that step yet. So like one guy, he's technically closer to figuring it out. But here's the, th- but should he be taking them though? Because I think there's a very good argument. Embiid should just not just eliminate them all together. Because if that's the case, it's and if, it's like, if you're looking at Simmons, like, Again, if he was a power forward or a center, you'd never be like, he has to figure out a three-point shot. Like, that's the, if you change no. that, you change how you look at him. In that case, it's like, okay. Because it's like, if he gets a rebound, which he'll get plenty of because he's big and a good rebounder, he's going to push it in transition. Right. Like, that's like Draymond. And I think he's just more of a threat to score than Draymond. And I'd like defense, I like, he won't be the rim protector, but like, we've seen, he can defend across any position. And right. if he has to do that without. Like running the offense every like a like he'll still run sets of course I'm not saying just like turn him into complete no, Draymond sure. that would be wasting him but I do think if they like tweaked how they use him I think it would I don't it it solve issues without I think it solve issues I guess without money right like if he just does that you don't have to worry like you need less spacing because it's less of an issue if you're just like okay we just want to put Patrick Beverly as our regular point guard. Between he and Ben Simmons, they'll run our offense. See, I'm wondering, and I'm, this is going to be a much easier said than done type thing, but I'm wondering if they should sign Kawhi Leonard. Should, I, I told him. I try, <laughs> I think they would solve everything. I th- No, just after watching how Bud uses Giannis as, right. like, of course, if you get it and go, that's one thing. I think most, if I think right now, if you're in the NBA and you can't get it and go, you're at a huge disadvantage. I don't care who you are. Right. Like, I and think everyone like that, should. Yeah. That was my whole thing <laughs> with, like, Westbrook and the rebounds. It's like, the whole time you're doing that and boxing out to make sure he can get it and go, if you've got anybody else that could, like, now, if you have Paul George that can get it and Westbrook can just take off. Like that just right. feels more valuable to me than oh we've got Much. to get the ball in the point guard's hands first things first. Much and even just like a point guard circling back to get the balls, allowing the defense to set up, it's a waste of time. Right. And uh, yeah, Russell Westbrook just running full speed without the ball is now an option <laughs> that you have to guard or not guard. I mean, yeah, give up two points. Yeah, I don't care. You can do whatever, but I do think. Like, one thing I don't see the Sixers do a ton. I'm sure they do it, just not as much as like when I see. Giannis off ball they're still running a play for him to try and get him downhill and attack I feel like when Ben Simmons is off ball it's kind of he's kind of James Young on the Celtics when they would just stand him in the corner that's like the first time those two running. have ever been compared <laughs> yeah you, I hate to do it to James he doesn't deserve that <laughs> I hate to but, do it to Ben he don't deserve no. yeah I don't like I do think them if they want to move him off ball, they certainly can. But I think they're underutilizing a good part of his game when he's off ball, and that's him like coming off of a pick, getting in a different mismatch, and then attacking 
from right. like from wherever. But see, that's a, I feel like I if you think, if you start doing that more, I feel like that's more of an option. Now, of course, yeah, if you just taking them right. away doesn't, but yeah, you would have to make those tweaks. Right. That's why he's he's not Giannis. He's never like Giannis is one of the all time greats at this fucking point. But I do think there are ways to emulate what he's doing. And uh, another thing he should be doing, like Giannis, is when they give you, it took him about two three years to get to this point. Like it's going to take a process. When the other team's literally begging you to take a three, just take it. Eventually, they're going to like Giannis isn't hitting step backs routinely or anything right. like that. Like, but when they're giving him wide open shots, I think he shot like 40 percent, maybe even higher from three in the series against the Celtics. Those so every like single higher, one of those. Yeah. Right. Every single one of those shots killed the game. Like it was just like, all right, well, that's this one's over. Like what they were already up four and then he just right. hit a three. Now it's set. like that's all. And that's why, like, that's why I've been high on Zion, too, because I think Zion's yeah. like. Well, Smart, I think if, like, like if he's gonna be the Draymond, like that's another. If Draymond's wide open, he'll let that shit fly. It don't matter what he for shoot, sure, and that's why it works for sure. And if Simmons, like, just fucking shoot with your right hand, dude. Like, Jesus nah, Christ. See, but now I wonder. <laughs> I do think he's in. I won't say he can never change it because again, he's what twenty two, twenty three. It's like when he's twenty seven, none of this matters. But I don't know. I just like the longer he doesn't, it just feels like more and more pressure. Right, it has like, to be this yeah. summer or it can never do it. That's what I'm saying. Like, the more – or they just accept it. it's not – because even if he's going to play Draymond or Pease, like, at center, like, not so much as a rim protector, but just, like, I, like you can't play me off the court because I can defend everybody. It don't matter what I shoot. I'll, I'll, I can defend anybody. Right. Um, But it is a thing where it's, like, if they're – it's not even that they guard him like that because we've seen them guard, like, Rondo, Giannis, some people like that. But when there's – like 10 feet of space, they're not even looking at him. That's what right. you can't have. They right. would give Giannis 10 feet. Of, I mean, not this year as much and probably never again, but it's like, they'll give him space. They will never take their eyes off of him. No, Like not a chance, not Rondo. Like they're just like, they're too slippery. They'll find something to do. And it's like, okay, Oh, he's got the ball. We don't, I don't know. And like, if he just starts shoot, if he starts taking, how many wide open threes you think he would get over the course of a regular season? Three? I'm trying to, like, conservatively, three? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think he would shoot? Like, if he's just the worst shooter ever, what would he? 23. 20, like, even then, wouldn't that, wouldn't punting those three possessions a game? Well, even, then, well, because I don't know, they, they're they still not going to run and, like, they're not going to fend that. That's why, like, Embiid established it early. He had his good shooting year early. They'll jump at the pump fake forever. Now I don't I don't know if there's anything Simmons can do that'll make them guard him like a he'll have to do it for like six years straight. It's like okay, no Ben Simmons is tw- <laughs> we didn't realize Jason Kidd was a good three point shooter until he retired. Like correct, correct, yeah. And I like, still don't know if they like, defended him. Like I feel like it was always t- he started hitting him to his credit, but it's like no, you can still take it because we're yeah, not leaving no, dirt. Yeah, I feel like like Gary Payton wasn't even, never even got to the shot making ability of kid from three but like i feel like i remember him on the heat being left perfectly alone and i feel like he'd take it like right yeah for whatever reason and that's where like whatever role i do think it i just think it's gonna it's just gonna end up being a thing because too many times like we just they'll just start doing doing like the wall thing and transition like regular teams will just start doing that and not to the same success of course but if he just doesn't have, it's like, okay, if he's the point guard, if he's not at the top of the key, if they just, like, pitch him somewhere. But if he's not shooting a three, then what? 
Uh, there are two. There are two shots that come to mind that I think he should try and steal. One is the Giannis incredibly set three. You couldn't be more balanced. You couldn't be more open. Just start taking it. They, one will go in, and then it, once one goes in, the joke's not even there anymore. Like that, you've never hit. Well, you have to hit two for because one's also funny. So you have to yeah. hit two. Well, like it's, but, it's, just, it's just not even for the joke side. It's just for like if you do it one time, or if if he shoots that twenty three percent, they'll give him the space. They won't take their eyes off of him. That's like correct. that's the bet. It's like you have this space, but that you will be accounted for at all times. That's what mucks up our offense. And the other shot is. Like, I'll never forget, Avery Bradley came in the league with a couldn't-shoot uh, label on him. And I've, I've been t- saying on this show for fucking years, the two-dribble pull-up he added to his arsenal gave his career a second life. He, I'm not saying Ben Simmons needs a two-dribble two dribble pull-up like He ain't got like no that. dribble pull-up. You need to That's let him I'm listen. <laughs> yeah. But he needs something he can go to when he just needs a bucket. Like, he needs... Right whatever his version of the two dribble pull up is. Cause right now he is, there's nothing you can be like, Oh, we can throw it to Ben here and he's going to get us two points. He doesn't have anything like that. I'm going to tell you what it is because it works on two K. I don't know why they have it in his package or whatever, but Ben Simmons has a hell of a fucking sky hook on two K and it's, un- <laughs> I'm just, it's, un- he pulls that in transition. He pulls that in traffic. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, yeah, like again, like, of course that's the case. Like every big man ever, why didn't they master the sky hook? But with his like size, speed, agility, he can clearly shoot with both hands because he don't know which hand he's shooting from. Correct. But if he just like okay, don't shoot a three ever again. But I would like it's like okay, if they get you the ball wide open from eighteen feet, you can take it right into a like you drive two dribble sky hook either hand. Yeah, and I do feel like every time I see him just rise up in the paint and just kind of basically drop it in with his right hand from yeah, he's like, got the touch. Four to- Right, from like four to eight feet. That's when he's at his like most deadly. And it's always with his right hand. Of course, he can do it with his left. He's just not comfortable clearly with it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't disagree. But I feel, in real I, life, I feel like, not just I think in beach should just like stop, honestly. Like I get there are certain parts of it where it's like, yeah, no, you hitting a corner three is worth more than you posting up. And it's like, yeah, but if it doesn't – like that doesn't factor in the long-ass rebound when I miss and now we're – Right. At a deep, like in transit, like you know what I'm saying. Like I don't, you can't factor all that in. So, he also doesn't yeah. have, like, he doesn't have a soft touch either, where like his misses stay near the rim. Like, no, it's always yeah. someone in full stride. Right, and <laughs> if it doesn't go like toward, if it doesn't, he either goes back to him, he drives immediately for a dunk, and it works out, or it goes right. like the other way. They're in transition, and he's still turning around. Yeah, and there's like a worst case scenario where he also runs back with the rebound, tries to jump up and pin someone, and then body just, like, breaks apart yeah. up on the Now, somebody wrote an article today. It was like, why does Joel Embiid fall so much? And I haven't read it yet, but I want to. It's like they got, like, <laughs> injury. He just fall. He just hits the deck a lot. He does. He sure does. And, boy, oh, boy. It's, I don't even what know what he got anymore. What odds do you have on Philly winning this series? I don't know, because I... I didn't think they would win too. Like especially after game right. one went so. But I, is Embiid still sick? Like if he's just gonna be, he's like, sick when it's convenient for him to be sick. Again, hey, Steph established it early, man. <laughs> that's what I don't because I. I don't. I don't think they can win with like another just meh game from him. 
I mean, and they had like the last two. No. He scored thirteen and eleven, and they've lost both of them. And now it's like, okay, no, this like this is we need this. This is for the season. And I don't know if he physically has it in him, right? Because at least it was a game four. He got to the line ten times. Last game he got to the line two times in thirty-one minutes. He turned it over eight times like that. Took six threes wide open. I'm sure hit two of them, which the Raptors are like delighted with. So I, if he's gonna do that, then I, I don't think they have a chance. And let boy, oh boy, this is the time. Embiid sits out. Ben Simmons steps in and plays center like magic. Wow. <laughs> They're like, uh, that was the NBA Finals. I'm like, it's the second round. It's the exact same. The exact same. The. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I. Uh, it's gonna be weird. Like six, like. Sixers and Celtics fans all year just yelling at each other like, yeah, we're, we'll see you in the finals. We'll see you in the finals. It's like uh, all back and forth. We're both going to be fucking sitting at home in the second round. <laughs> see you in the summer. We'll see you in the summer league. <laughs> yeah, it's just we've been waiting all year for for whenever we saw each other in the playoffs. And it's going to be never. Just absolutely never. Yeah, I, but I, do you think – I think this ends in six. I think the Raptors just went six and close it tonight. It's been such an un, like every game I've played. Like, all right, I figured this series out. Nope, just wildly wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I, yeah, I, I have no idea what what to make of it. I think Toronto wins the series, but if it went seven, it wouldn't shock me. I think they because I don't even know if is Siakam playing because he played, but he didn't probably should not have played. But he played well too, so it's very strange all around. That's I, I, let me see. I'm trying to. I guess he's yeah, he just listed it active, so not like not even okay. like doubtful right. or anything. So, okay, it was like he scored 25, but he took I don't know, he just takes a lot of shots. Like, they're just I don't know, his offense is just really weird. Yeah, it is. No, excuse me, I looked at the wrong game. I'm sorry, but that was game four you were looking at. Yeah, I'm looking at game four. Yeah, yeah, five, he was fine. He was their mm-hmm. leading scorer. Okay, yeah. No, I definitely think they close it out there. <laughs> that change, yeah, that changes everything. Yeah, my game's backwards. Yeah, no, I think they're... I, yeah, 25 on 19 shots, plus 35. Christ. That, like, James Ennis played 23 minutes and was a minus 30. Yikes. Like, that, I just don't... I think this is the point, like, the Raptors just don't have the horses. Maybe that. Like that's this is what happened against the Magic. Like after it just happened in game one. There's happening like game two. Like the Raptors I don't they adjust better, which I think it worked like they have the most pieces to adjust. But I feel like their Bucks are gonna beat them by twenty. It's like, oh boy, Bucks are rolling. And it's like, oh no, Kawhi's upgraded his software. That'll do. Raptors are walking to the finals. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. So my brain's still just broken from my basketball season being over. Boy, is it! Yeah, I'm just in a fog. I'm in a haze. Like we had the lottery on Tuesday. Don't even really care. Every other year, it's been like a fun little. Who uh-huh. knows? Like it was a bonus. Now it's like, no, we right. We might really need like the second pick. No, I'm so hyped for the lottery. I just, I just want to see who gets Zion. This changes everything. And I can't wait for the Lakers to get the number three pick. 
<laughs> I, t- I told Jeff Law, I was like, this is what's going to I said, they're going to sign Kyrie. The Lakers are going to get like, a, like the some number seven pick traded for Kevin Love. Yep. And Jeff Lowe was like, oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's super positive. And I was like, I, I was like that, that would break you to your core. Uh, <laughs> I, like, I wouldn't be thrilled either. No, I'm t- I was like, number seven pick. And, uh, or if they get, now they'll get their regular pick, like number 12, whatever they're supposed to get. 12 and Ingram for Kevin Love. We're getting the band back together. God, I'm going to simulate the lottery right now. Let's see what happens. Oh, boy. Philly. Uh, oh, boy, no. Worse. No, it was the Lakers. <laughs> what's worse for you? Lake- I, I think I asked this before. What's worse for you, if Philly or if the Lakers get number one? The, the worst is, uh, is I mean, if, if the Lakers got one, they would trade Zion for AD, and then they would sign Kyrie. The, but I would think they, the worst. See, I, they don't have a new GM yet. Lakers? Now, I, now I think they're gonna fuck it up, but uh... they right they could. But if they got one, I think that's almost an unfuck upable situation. Um, and then at that point, even like the Pelicans, are like listen, we want to not trade into the Lakers as bad as everyone else wants us, but we're getting Zion and like Brandon Ingram. Like we can't say no to that. See, that's if they get Zion, I don't think they trade it. LeBron's not playing with a young kid. He never listen, has. LeBron don't have no say this time. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> Because last time it was like uh, I'm not doing this and I'm signing one plus ones until I get what I like until y'all prove to me. Now he got three years left. He's 35. Zion's 19. I so get it's it. It's like I I understand he'll want to feel that way, but I don't. Was it came out today or yesterday? It's like people telling Genie Bus to trade him now. And now I'm, I was like, who who has the best trade package for LeBron? Because I don't, it's, I don't even think it's like who is the best. Ad, is it? I'm sure they're. They'd probably get in the mix. I, would they? David Portnoy would <laughs> keel over. Oh, he would. He said it last year. Because <laughs> remember last summer the LeBron signing with the Celtics rumor yeah. for like that week. Yeah, he said he, said he, said he, he would be a back. Celtics yeah. fan. <laughs> no, he said he wouldn't be a Celtics fan. That's bullshit. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I I would get a Celtics LeBron jersey, and I think I'd get it like tattooed on my body. As you should. I'm like, they were this like apparently pretty close like to getting it without the number one pick. I think that's where they're like we, like we'll give up literally anything. Like this is our third star right here, so we'll give up whatever for Anthony. We'll give up. We'll give you five future first round picks. But I do think they. I don't think they would trade Zion. The. I just got one that has the Knicks getting the one pick okay. and Boston getting two. Okay. And also we'd have two and nine in this draft. I don't, okay. So now that's interesting because if you get two, what if you, if you get Morant, of just course, like Kyrie walk, I mean, I won't say I would let them want, cause I did, I'd still love to have them both, but it it's hell of insurance. Like t- Terry's gone. You're losing a point guard. Correct. So job Morant is going to be the, other one for whatever you get back <laughs> or would you want to trade uh, it or would you want to take somebody different uh i could see Ainge being intrigued by barrett because he likes taking yuck wing, wings from duke but he also loves point guards like more than anything so i i think if he had two and nine he would try and trade those for like ad that's fair i think what do you think 
two but, non But with the over. with the Knicks having one Ooh. and I guess they came out and yesterday they said they would take Zion one. But with the Knicks having one I, they did also say two days ago that they're very high on Cam Reddish. If they just took Reddish one. <laughs> that would be great. Oh, my God. That would be really funny. That would be the funniest thing that's ever happened. Well, see, I don't. Again, it turned to like a Daniel Jones thing. It's like, ah, man. Like, it, he doesn't seem like a bad kid. Like, I don't. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't want, I'm just old and emotional now. I'm like, can we, like, can we all just hold hands and have, have yeah. fun? They didn't deserve this. Yeah, that'd be. <laughs> they weren't saying boo. They were saying boo Hearns. Yeah. Uh, no, 2 9. We have another pick in this draft, too. 2 9 and 20. I mean, we'd make one of those picks max. We'd probably take, like, Matisse uh, to bolt, like, 20th and trade the other two. Seems like a damn good plan. No, I don't hate it. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I was getting two is. All, I just need to see whoever our representative is standing up there in that final three. If we're in that final three, I'm thrilled. Yeah, well, now it's final four. So oh, true. The, All right, yeah. Yeah, even there in yeah. the final four, I'd be ecstatic. See, the only I don't like if you get four. Like I don't, I don't know if this draft's good enough to where four and nine is like now you can definitely no, that's like not two a, and AD or two and two and nine. I think you can definitely get in the mix. Well, I mean that all we can only get nine if. Someone jumps up into the top three because Memphis is top or top oh, four. That's Memphis, Memphis is got you. Yeah, Memphis got you. is eighth right now, and that's the that's the exact protection, right? Top eight, right? Got so you. if they if, if no chalk, one moves, yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as those top, if like if Memphis gets like one, like those teams can move. But if if anyone from nine down jumps up, that's when it becomes ours. Got you. Let's see. I keep getting Cleveland, which yeah, feel like is gonna. Oh, uh, boy. I really like I want. Like, who, who do you think has the, like who's got the best trade package for LeBron? Because it's going to be someone hmm. like the reason I even said Boston is because we have because even if Horford opts out, we still have a guy who makes similar money to make the trade work in Hayward. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> which I don't know. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> it could be us. It could be um, like Chris Paul. For LeBron, <laughs> no. Uh, nah, I, LeBron be like, nah, I gotta play with my dog. Trade Capella, <laughs> trade Harden. I don't know. That's it's, what, because uh, it's like, like every Wiggins, team. Wiggins for LeBron. Uh, I'd like that. I'd like that a whole lot. Because like everybody with assets are like young assets, and that's just like not. Like if you're trading for LeBron, you're trying to win right now. You're saying I can win a championship like this season. So that's why I don't like it's not like, like the Suns have like if the Suns were like eight and number one, like whatever, the Suns could clearly get it done. But right. Also, I'll, like also the Lakers wouldn't do that. The Lakers, even if it was a, like a haul, it's like we just couldn't do Aiden, Zion Williamson, uh, a Kobo and four future first. We just would not do it. That'd be very funny. Uh, I can't wait till just a lottery. We know. I just want to know where Zion's going. That, I'm saying that's because that changes everything. Oh, I hope the Hawks get him. Because if that does, everybody else is fucked. Is there a team out there that wouldn't take Zion and get one at one? It's rumors that the Suns would take Morant. Okay. But everybody... 
Yeah, like I'm doing even the sim lotteries, it changes it for like team fit. It's all Zion. I don't, and I, I'm just looking. I can't think of a single team that would. The Suns are the closest one because eight and Zion's not the cleanest fit. But I would make. I would find out. So if like, if if the Suns get the one, and you know they want Morant, and let's say Cleveland gets two, and the 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 Kings pick ends up at three. Do you do you think the Celtics would could jump Cleveland under the thought that Cleveland would take Barrett over Morant because they have Sexton? I, I mean that would be the hope, but honest, I think if they're opening up for bidding, if they're just like right, yeah, then you like they can do a whole lot better. I'm not saying they couldn't do better, but it's yeah. just like. Maybe it's even like, all right, the Suns, we're going to take Zion, and we won't trade him unless you get Morant at three. But even you know I can't I mean? see that because I, I think they'll just take – like, again, with Aiton, they could have took Doncic. They could have took – anybody. they were like, no, we're just – like, this is just our guy. Like, I think if they like Morant, they're like, we will just – no, we're not getting cute. We're not smart enough to get cute. No, they aren't. That's, I think you, that's yeah. why, I, like, Andrew would have to, like, hold their hand through all of it. It's like, no, trust me. Like, we <laughs> – we have to get in front of Cleveland, but we can't because you're the only team in front of Cleveland. Cleveland will take Zion. Yeah, the only um, I mean, unless you just yeah, I don't. And yeah, if you overwhelm them with stuff, where it's like we don't care who we get at three, then yeah, right, probably. Right. But outside that, I, I don't. The Bulls wouldn't be the cleanest fit, but again, I'd find out. Sure would. Um. Oof. Lakers won. Don't care for it. I wouldn't mind it. I, if I got the number one pick, I would trade LeBron so goddamn fast. <laughs> 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 oh, boy. Top, uh, top bidder. Hello. Yeah, any bidder. I just need him out of here. I'm really trying to think. Because I'm... It would have to be like a top... I don't know, a top eight-ish team. Because like, to think you would have to... Like, who thinks they could add LeBron James? Like, the Nets. Would the Nets just be like, oh, boy. Like, this. <laughs> we've been trying to acquire a star for years. It'd be interesting. Like, they're just like, okay, we'll give you. I don't even know what they would have for money. Like, Alan Crabb, I think, for money. And then LeVert. Yeah, I'm already questioning whether they should do it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think, oh man, they couldn't do D'Angelo. No, they sure can't. D'Angelo back to the fits. Lakers. That, yeah, that no, that'd be tremendous. It would. I, think, yeah. I wish he wasn't a free agent. <laughs> no, honestly, God, I'd do that before I'd sign Kyrie if I was the Lakers. But that's just me. Ah, yeah, I don't think they could do it. Like I just I don't know who. No one wants LeBron James. Wow. I'm. T- I'm. T- that's exactly how the Warriors get in there with uh, Kevin Looney and a uh, <laughs> Jacob Evans in the first. Because it's like you know, like the Raptors would be like, "Hey man, we love Pascal Siakam. Love him. Here you go. Here's his passport. Here's it. Like here. Here's everything. The most hostile trade of all time. Oh yeah. Nah. It, Blood would be shed, but I think 
I said, oh, Ujiri's a big guy. I think, he, I think he's like, I'd fight for LeBron. There's no doubt about it. Oh, of course. I mean, I saw a report uh, or a rumor last week that uh, Masai has his eye on the Wizards job. Like, I think in his mind, he wants it to be as difficult as possible for him to win his first championship. Okay, he should take the Lakers job then. <laughs> I, I agreed. <laughs> like, that's what I... If you really can't... Like, you can just pay a GM whatever, right? I believe so. Yeah, so... I've heard like that that the Lakers are gonna offer like Bob Myers, the Warriors got like twenty millions. Like I'm fine with it. I just don't. I, I mean, I don't. I don't know what he makes now. Honestly, like if they're gonna, how, quad, yeah, like if they're gonna quadruple his salary, but I'm sure the Warriors would how, make match. How hard could it possibly be to be the GM of the Los Angeles Lakers? Listen, I impossible. I understand. It's literally I impossible. I was going to say, I understand how hard people have made it look recently, <laughs> but it can't be this hard. I'm telling look, they had a they had a 35-win team last year and added the best player of his generation <laughs> and won 37 games. That's how hard it is to be the GM. Because the day after they signed, or the day they signed LeBron, they went out and they signed Lance Stevenson and Rajon Rondo and JaVale McGee. And I like two of those three guys. <laughs> it was just clearly no, a bad it, idea. Uh, but that's the tr- Ben Simmons for LeBron James. Call it in. Oh, boy. You get Benny Simmons out there running the show at Clutch. Can you imagine, can you imagine Ben Simmons and Lonzo Ball in the same offense? Can you imagine them in the same defense? Yeah, no, that would be tremendous. But the same offense. Listen, Ben doesn't shoot. Lonzo's not on the court to shoot. I don't understand what the problem is. <laughs> they re-signed Rondo for some reason too. So why why are we doing? Lance is back. Yeah, I'm just yeah, like no, I, think, I, would... I think they would do Simmons, and they probably what would you give up for LeBron? Like realistic, for... you've got three years of LeBron for the Celtics. Yep, Hayward. For the money, which I think the Lakers have already hung up by now, but Hayward Correct. for the money. Uh, Listen, it's LeBron James. I, I get I it. I just want to remind you. I get it. I just want just because I know right now you're like I don't know. I can't. Jesus is so I can't, young. I it's LeBron I, James. I, I can't put even hypothetically <laughs> Jalen in a Lakers jersey. I won't do it. <laughs> I won't do it. You wow, you're not for the greater good at all. I'd much sooner trade Tatum. <laughs> I bet you would. And I still believe, uh, or in the entire NBA, everyone has Tatum ahead of LeBron. Actually, <laughs> I mean, like know, ahead of ahead of, uh, of Jalen. I don't even know if you would need Hayward, honestly, because like so just be, just because like where Tatum and Juice were picked, they just make like a lot more than like random free right. agents. And also, in, if you do it in the summer, like I just know, like I don't think you'll have to come as close to like the thirty million or whatever LeBron makes. So then, like, I just want to run it back. I just That's want to it. run it back Cuts. this year's. Team. <laughs> I bet you do. I bet you do. Okay, yeah. I like I, I just did smart Tatum. Baines and nope. Jalen, just money wise, just month. So you can do it without, like, you don't have to put any of the big money guys in it. So that's why it's like, I don't think they'll. Whew. Man, oh man. If I'm the Lakers, wow. I'll, I'll tell you what. As much as I like <laughs> I to I know make Smart fun and Jalen and the Lakers, you, you would kill over. 
As much as I like to make fun of Dave, if we traded Jalen and Smite for LeBron James to the Lakers, <laughs> I I don't know. I think you'd quit. I think he'd quit. I would definitely, I would definitely quit. He'd sell the company. <laughs> he'd sell the rest of it. <laughs> I would be furious. <laughs> Listen, I'm uh, just... I'm just saying the money works. So yeah, because Smart's 11. Because that, yeah, like Jalen and Tatum together is another 11. Then Baines is five. And you can, like, that five million could be anybody. Trade is successful. Celtics plus seven wins. Lakers, Lakers minus eight. <laughs> this is why I hate fucking what's his name from the, from the Grizzlies. Who Hollinger. Created this. <laughs> this Hollinger's analysis, man. Yeah, Hollinger. No way. No way! It's plus Word. seven. Okay, yeah. So, so would you do? You wouldn't do that for sentiment. Yeah, you the wrong. Person I would do that for a million reasons. Uh, they'd all be wrong. Listen, Marcus might shot better from the field from three, a free throw line. These playoffs and LeBron James, fact. Mm, they both sit on the same couch. You hate to see it. <laughs> yeah, Pat- the LeBron couch is a little bit more indented because he's Pat- been sitting there longer. Nah, he in the, he on the beach, man. It's true. He's hammered drunk. He's a menace to society. I'm really, I think. No, Brad Stevens will be gone in two weeks. <laughs> Fine with it. <laughs> Talk about finally some good news. Oh, boy. I'm looking like I'm on the Nets trade machine now because just, I'm just trying to see how close I need to get. Crab and, oh, yeah. Listen, Crab and Joe. <laughs> Joe, you'll love L.A. I love no, you, baby. you can't trade Joe. No, listen. I like this for Joe. Joe gets to go out to L.A., man. Yeah, but he already, at least he's a teammate LeBron likes. Is so he? you need that. You traded him the first time. You think you think Joe want to play this dickhead again? Yeah, maybe not. I, we'll saying, listen, Crab, Joe, and Karis LeVert money-wise works for LeBron. Like, you just don't have to get that close. I guess not. Wow. That's, so- that's why it's like if they would entertain trading him, it's a, I think – Boy, they could get a haul. I think, like, right now, he might be the one star I think they could get, like, 110 cents on the dollar for. Like, the one guy. It's cause you have him, if you have him for three years, he's traded, pissed off, whatever. I think he's the guy that's like, okay, yeah, if we have to pay one for one. Or even, the, like, we'll give up extra. Because this three years, unless we plays with the, the Lakers from last year, we're a championship <laughs> contender. He's a perfect basketball player, though. No, that's Durant and Kawhi. Those are the only two perfect basketball players. And Jalen. And Kareem. Because the three didn't exist. Yeah, Kareem. Yeah. Kareem was a perfect basketball player. But I, like, I'm... Portland's like, yo, McCollum, Zach Collins, anybody but Dame. The Nuggets. Dude, the Warriors. <laughs> Here we are. No, it's going to be the Warriors. It's like, yeah. They be like, hey, Steph, Steph, your boy kind of shaky in the playoffs. <laughs> Bob Myers was like, I'm not trading Steph Curry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the Lakers job to make sure I never trade for Steph Curry. <laughs> if, yeah, he, he's, if, not, he's negotiating with the new GM of the Warriors. He's like, listen, you can't trade Curry. I won't even allow it, but I'm going <laughs> to give you LeBron James. Listen, if the uh, the Thunder have two people that match up, oh boy, it might would take uh, Russ for LeBron be the perfect trade because they would just both be so pissed off. 
<laughs> but, livid. Like it, I think it would make both teams fit better. Listen, because if you're just saying Londo is basically Roberson, he's better on offense than Roberson. Correct. He can't shoot, but he's like better on offense. And Ingram's Durant Jr. You see it. Uh, and boy, oh boy. Or, no, That'd be very actually, fun. if you could make it Steven Adams and anything, because I know that money works. But we'll give you Steve. We just want LeBron, Paul George, Russell Westbrook. <laughs> I hope it happens. I genuinely hope it happens. <laughs> Would you do that for the Lakers? And it makes sense for LeBron's career trajectory because he's only played outside of his years in Miami in just dog shit jerseys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a LeBron Thunder jersey just looks so putrid in my head right now. <laughs> just that light blue. It's just like that's when I realized I was like, Melo really done. <laughs> I'm a mellow fan to the to the core. I was like, that's why I was like, my dog's out of here. Yeah, that, that little fade on, little... weak ass orange, uh, boy. Uh, you know, anyone who takes the Knicks colorway and makes it worse is just stuff. Mm. Uh, stuff to pull off. I'm t- honestly, I LeBron like he would try to force a trade. He would have no power, but he would have power because like he would, they'd be like, we've got a great trade for you for the Jazz, and he'd be like, I'm not going there, and they'd be like, okay. <laughs> But I feel like the Spurs, are, I feel like LeBron would be like, I want to play with Pop. If you're trading me, right. trade me there. To be fair, he doesn't have a no trade. No, that's what I'm saying. That's But he, like, they could send him to Memphis, but they're, I, like, the Lakers, they're just not, I, I'm calling their bluff. I just don't think they will. No, for sure. I agree with that. But he would tell what them, it, like, six teams he'd accept, and they'd go one of them. Why doesn't New Orleans just try and trade for him? <laughs> Anybody but Davis? Right. I don't know if I'd give up Drew for him. I actually, you know, it depends on what pick the Pelicans get, honestly. Because if the Pelicans, right. get, yeah, the Pelicans get like a top, uh, it would have to be top two, maybe. No, I'm thinking if the Lakers get one, they're going to take Zion anyways, and then the Pelicans oh, yeah, get like, get like four. Yeah, you give them, we have one and three or something. They just started all the way over, and yeah, yeah. LeBron, AD, and Drew. Good God. None it. of those guys made the playoffs this year, man. Fuck this. I, <laughs> I don't hate it for the Lakers because I do think that would genuinely be a good move for rebuilding. Like, A, they'd have Zion, so obviously. But Zion, whoever they get it for, uh, like if it's Culver or if it's fucking – if Morant slips for some unknown reason or something like that. Like Only, Reddish would have bought. to be off the board. LeBron's like, that's my guy. We got to take him. <laughs> we got to take Cammy R. They're like, Bron, AD's yeah. willing to resign if you will. He's like, mom's um, the word. Yeah, about LeBron on the Pelicans. Wow, maybe the that best would, jersey he's ever worn. That would be tremendous. Also, I can't I can't remember who said. I'm sure multiple people have said it. It was like if the Lakers want to get people off their ass, they hire Becky Hammond as coach. Not a terrible take. It's like if you do that, nobody will fry you. That's just well, nobody whose opinion matters. People will attack them. Who, just uh, but, no, yeah, they will. But for I think you'll get every bad piece. You'll get ten times the. Look at Jeannie Buss taking a step forward. Like, no, I feel like, absolutely. Yeah, that would buy you some time. But I'm a little afraid that's the only reason anyone will hire Becky. I don't want that to be Becky. No, like, I, I don't listen. Have... You don't. You never want it to be, but it's so few jobs and minorities already not getting can like interviews. It's only no, thirty sure. gigs, man. You... It's like I'd, I'd love for everybody to get a job off their <laughs> their merit. I think that'd be their tremendous. Merit, yeah. I think that'd be tremendous. But 
If only. The Kings. Oh boy, the Kings could put together a package. You want you want that terrible alcoholic near De'Aaron Fox? I want De'Aaron Fox uh, to take on his biggest challenge yet, sobering up an old, a wino, <laughs> a father of three, uh, on his last legs, passed around the league this summer on TBS, man. I'm really trying to LeBron getting traded would be so weird. That that would be, be so my funny. that would be my my dog's gone. That's that'd be my mellow moment. He's technically been <laughs> traded once before, but not really. Yeah, that don't, I mean, that was a peak of his powers. I th- it would be one of those like, yeah, I'm only going to the Knicks or the Bulls or the. Meanwhile, the Pistons would be like, yo, you want what would. I, I feel like I know the answer to this question, but what would make Cavs fans the angriest? LeBron going to the Celtics or Kyrie going to the Lakers? Has to be LeBron to the Celtics, right? No, nah, I think it would be Kyrie to the Lakers. I think they would be like, this was the plan all along. Okay. The plan was like to fuck us over all along, knowing that they'd be a part, what, two seasons, three seasons? Yeah, two If he goes back, they, they were part two years. I think that would hurt them more than LeBron to the Celtics. But like they they don't they've no like history with the Lakers. I agree with what you're saying, but like they've actually like they, they've played us, they've routinely beat us, and now it's just like oh they just went over there. Yep, yeah, I think it's what? one of like once LeBron won that ring, honestly, after he left, it it just didn't matter. No, I agree. Like I don't like they y'all had y'all's battles, but I still wouldn't say like y'all's rivalries with LeBron, not the Cavaliers. I agree. Yeah. I I've never felt like I had a rivalry with the the Cavs, because I mean, we beat them when we were way better. They beat us when they were that's way better. Saying, yeah, like I, I wouldn't say I had one with the Heat either. It was with LeBron. I agree. Trust me, so, I agree. Yeah, so that's why I don't. Yeah, I don't think this, it wouldn't really hurt them that bad. Kyrie, because they would be like they plan to fuck us over, <laughs> right? And I think they'd be right. Well, I don't know if they plan to fuck the Cavs over. I think they'd plan to fuck um, what's his face over Gil- there. Well, Bla- listen, you can't yeah, Gilbert. <laughs> can't do one without the other. Like, no, no, for no, sure. I get, this is what I meant. I, I, I had a, I gave charity to the kids. We hate you, LeBron. It was the decision. It's like, ah, oh, boy, I meant good though. Yeah. yeah, if I were a Cavs fan and they ended up on the same team, regardless, I would just want Gilbert gone. That, like, that's what I'd be most mad at. Uh, I really want LeBron to hit the trade market. Just because. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't think there will be a trade market. I think it'll have like we'll know the trade when it happens. There won't be a big build up to it. Right. Yeah. No. LeBron has agreed to be traded to the Indiana Pacers for uh, Miles Turner. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I really love Hoosiers. I really love Pace uh, and Pacers. I'm ready to build. Just a kid from Akron. LeBron and <laughs> LeBron and Blake Griffin on the Pistons. <laughs> Um, Motor City, just yeah, no that that would, that's how LeBron would get fucked over. He does that, and then Dan Gilbert buys the Pistons because that's where he's from. That's only <laughs> like that's the only team he wants. He only bought the Cavs because he couldn't buy the Pistons, right? And the second he gets enough money for that, I think that's when I think that's how LeBron gets the Cavs. He buys the Pistons. Yeah, the second the Pistons come up, Gilbert buys them. He's out. Cavs are up. LeBron swoops in. I just don't like. Maybe I don't know what, what year, but. Maybe LeBron never wanted to buy the Cavs. Maybe he's just going to outbid Dan Gilbert for the Pistons. That's how he really fucks them over. I think he should just go to whatever team Dan Gilbert wants and just tank the value. <laughs> just go. <laughs> LeBron gets traded back to the Cavs and just starts. Uh, uh, he just gets like wildly out of shape. He just starts telling like all 
Dan Gilbert's like business secrets, the embezzlement, all that. Or like LeBron buys the Pistons and moves them to like Vancouver. There's no Detroit basketball <laughs> game anymore. <laughs> you see that Gilbert? You see what you did to my childhood team? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, Millie. Millions of like people in Detroit and Michigan are crushed, but LeBron did over <laughs> fuck one guy over. <laughs> he moved him like it's so close; it's literally like twenty miles away. He demands <laughs> yeah, right it. He demands it like LeBron's son and a uh, Wade's son. He demands all these guys. Now you will go to the Bucks, their conference or their division rival. You will beat them mercilessly for twenty years. <laughs> Your younger brother will join you. God damn. I got one last trade machine because I, regardless of what happens, I just think, I think the Bucks, I think Giannis should demand that the Bucks trade for LeBron. Just my opinion. Sure. Just my take, folks. Giannis is making pennies on the dollar. Boy, that is disgusting. It is. Man, they could do it for like George Hill and Tony Snell. <laughs> nah, hold on, that's not enough. But we're close. DJ Wilson. Wow, hold on. Go your Sova in the mix. <laughs> nah, we're getting close. Like it's it's scary how wait. close they could get. LeBron just for like the <laughs> biggest package of shit ever. No, but the thing, like the George Hill, I think next, it's like either a team option. It's one of those like non-guaranteed. Yeah, it is. So it's 19, so it can make the money work, but you basically like save 15 million. And, oh boy, they're like, yeah, we take him. Tony Snell and Ilya Silva expire, and we got three first round picks. What do you think about that? It's like, you idiot, LeBron and Giannis are going to play together forever, you dumb dumb. <laughs> That would be really dumb. I would, I'd be furious. Wow. I think I, I, it doesn't work right now because uh, because like Miritic, Bledsoe's deal hadn't kicked in. Middleton's a free agent. Lopez doesn't. But this summer, oh, yeah. Nah, like the Hill, Snell, and Ilya Silva would work in whatever picks they wanted to throw in. That's what I would do. Uh, if the Bucks lose Middleton and then add LeBron, I'm going to be sick. <laughs> it just works out perfectly. They just—it's it, the Harrison Barnes thing all over again. That's how LeBron gets even for Durant. That this is LeBron's—this is LeBron's revenge. He goes back to the Midwest. Sick to my stomach. He, <laughs> the second he gets there, Giannis signs the supermax to stay. Bledsoe's there, a LeBron guy. Wow. Oh. No. <laughs> Holy smokes. AD's a free agent. And it, wait a minute. He takes the boogie deal? Nah, wait a minute. Yeah, you you play one year Bledsoe and then... Well, actually, I don't, yeah, it all depends on what AD's willing to sign for. You just put on a shirt that says, I will sign for the minimum. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I just sign, I, I sign my name and put on the shirt. And you're looking at AD, Giannis, LeBron James, and Eric Bledsoe. Wow, the core four. They get rid of the best player in the world, George Hill, though. Is it worth it? I'd argue no. But here's the thing. Lakers cut him loose. He comes right back. Wow. <laughs> he was in on it all along. <laughs> That's that IUPUI magic they talk about. <laughs> wow. George Backstabber Hill. 
I'm just saying. It's more realistic than you think. It's not not realistic. I would be. I can't wait for Tony Snell to write a book in ten years about how he was traded for LeBron James. <laughs> or John Luer or somebody. One of these random guys. It was just yeah. I was just the second salary. Ugh. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely disgusting. That's good stuff. Is it? We're looking at Kyrie's box score. What are you talking about? Disgusting. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> Whew. Well, Tyler's coming to New York next week. I know he's thrilled. Can't wait. Did you see we also have uh, like a field day on Tuesday? This Tuesday? Oh, yeah. Do I have to do it? I mean, I don't know what what's like actually happening there. Uh, last year, it was like um, like I won the the Papa Shot contest, and there was all stuff like that. So I don't know if it's like that. Um, it says uh, there are six teams. Each team will have a different color field day shirt, which we will give you on Tuesday. We'll be doing a schoolyard pick with the following captains: Rhea, Casey, Dan, Kevin, PFT, and Dave. And there's $10,000 on the line. Oh, well, hmm. <laughs> so that's a whole heap of scratch. I don't know how many people are going to be on uh, each team, but I would like $10,000. Yeah, it ain't going to be no fucking Papa shot, though. I think I'm good, yeah. <laughs> if you're, you're willing to murder man in cold blood, 10 racks. All right. I'd have to think about it. I'd be like, do, I, do I get to pick the man? <laughs> yeah no it's uh we'll see I would, now now that i have this money on the line i'm in there yeah no that's yeah that's interesting i don't hate a nice ten thousand dollars no not at all but yeah if it's like now you you like to taste the human flesh ten thousand dollars worth <laughs> probably yeah maybe How's it? How's it prepared? No. Yeah, fried hard. <laughs> All right. Well, hmm. <laughs> uh, rest in peace, Tom. Yes. Rest in peace, Porter. Yes. Rest in peace, Bo. Yes. Rest in peace, Nipsey. TMC. Uh, shout out again, uh, Akbar Baja Biamia. Yes. For joining us on this lovely program. He was a delight. His Lakers stink. Yeah, uh, they do. Damn, I wish this news <laughs> came out. I could just run fake LeBron trade proposals till he passed out. Uh, yeah, he would have beat me to a pulp. <laughs> I'm like, listen, if you, John Lure in a second round pick, I don't think you can do a whole lot better for him. <laughs> you, talk about, you talk about a man who is in just tremendous shape. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, nah, he's... He's one of those people I didn't realize he was as tall as he is because he's oh, just yeah. in such like I, I like I knew he was a linebacker in I, was he six 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 seven were y'all eye to eye? He was probably an inch taller than his shoulders were five inches above mine, but his head was about <laughs> and pro, I think he was an inch a half inch to an inch taller than me. Yeah, now he's one of those, like if you just showed like if you just showed me Aaron Donald, like, how tall is this guy? About like eight eight foot tall. 
<laughs> seven, seven foot five. But you could have told no, me he was he, like six one. You could tell me he was like six ten. I didn't know he was that tall though. Yeah, no, me neither. When I mean, I when I, I like when I think NFL player, I always think like, all right, they're going to be my size. But you're right, I don't. Re- I didn't really ever think of him like that. Yeah, and this is yeah, this is and, his, uh, trim days, I imagine. Right. Yeah. No, I can't imagine what he looked like. He's forty now, as he said several times, goading us into a happy birthday. Uh, <laughs> That's crazy, yeah. man. I had it was just the other day. It was yeah, just, just the other day. Just a tremendously in shape human being, and just a just a swell fella. I got some good juju. I got seem like he's living right, man. Like it's really, I say not to be grim. Like it's really a joy seeing like retired players that are like one like happy and competent and all this like and actually doing stuff like finding life after football. That's just dope, to right? Me. Yeah, and I do like how he talked about reaching out to Michael Strahan for advice and being yeah. like, yeah, I would just like to do what you're doing because uh, the answer your Strahan gave via Akbar was just like, yeah, most people are just, most people just don't reach out because they assume I'll say no, uh, which. Yeah, listen, I he said no to me, but I'm glad he said yeah to Akbar. Right. right, but it is just interesting, like how many, how many people out there are just like, ah, oh, that person's too big to ask like a simple question or right. maybe they have like a small advice. Like I, just don't be afraid to, if, if someone, if someone's annoyed by you, like they're probably a dickhead anyways. But I thought that was just a very interesting way that he brought it up. Yeah. I think it was a good interview. I'll say it. Mm-hmm. 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 See you guys next week. See ya. We be throwing money in a spiral. Every time your girl hear my song, yeah, turn her right into my hoe. She shake her ass through the eye roll. Got a skinny thong like a tie rope. I be blowing up like some pyro. Coop 150, call it Cairo. If she left with me, she the right hoe. Man, she riding me like a BMX. Man, she said the D is for dino. I got two horns like a rhino. It's no way you could buy hope, but I brought a mansion with a slide though. Yes, I opened up the slide though, so you can hear it in the high
Josh Simmons, my shoes, Rick Rick. Your girl did my tartar sauce, so she ain't my dick like a fish stick. Hit it raw, yes, I am a dog. I don't do this shit for no image. All my diamonds, they be hitting hard. Try to play me, boy, that's a scrimmage. I got different color on my diamonds. I can't even see the time. I don't wanna see your face. I'ma go and get behind. Drop the top on the rib. I'ma make it lose his mind. I just made a hundred K. It was quicker than a vine. I was swinging from a vine. Try to pull me down, but I climb. I'ma get it, keep trying. There's no reason but I cry. We the ones that be sliding. They the ones that be dying. No my boys that be rising. And my daughter's suicide. Never done, you can just go any day now. Michael Montana, they beat it from cake out. Got frost in my diamonds. I'm getting the cake now. I stay on your stomach, love this when you lay down. You leave it up, cause you can go any day now. Michael Montana, they beat it from cake out. Frost in my diamonds, cause I got the cake now. When you on your stomach, love bitch, better lay down. I'm so up and I can't turn it down. They counted me out, my whole life turned around. Clean up my diamonds, you know I got rented. Know my boys coming, you know they be busy. That advance that you waiting for already spent it. When I'm on the beat, man, you know I'm gon' kill it. We be throwing money in a spiral. Every time your girl hear my song, yeah, turn her right into my hoe. She shake her ass through the eye roll. Got a skinny thong like a tightrope. I be blowing up like some pyro. Coop 150, call it Cairo. I got different color on my diamonds. I can't even see the time. I don't wanna see her face. I'ma go and get behind. Drop the top on the rib. I'ma make it lose his mind. I just made a hundred K. It was quicker than a vine. Swinging from a vine, tryna pull me down, but I climb. I'ma get it, keep trying. There's no reason but I cry. We the ones that be sliding, they the ones that be dying. No my boys that be rising, and my daughter's suicide. I do you do it, you do it, you do it.